what do we do? Do are we doing anything before? Or should we dive right in? Okay, well, I feel like we always change the way we do this. Either we go through the points, or we go into the uh, into the event, or just talk about random stuff. I mean, this what, time there's essentially only of? one thing to talk about, right? And the, it's the Mac. Well, AirPods. Oh yeah, there were some picks related to AirPods. We should start with that. And we should talk right. about uh, we should talk about uh, Apple Music Voice plan. Well, yeah. I actually oh, think the music yes. segment is worth talking about because I quite enjoyed it. Okay, um, okay. I thought Did it was th- really fun. We we started with that video of that dude apparently that everyone else but me knows in the garage. Oh, jeez! Um, in general, there were so many times when they were like, "You can listen to this person or this person or this person." I, I have no idea who they are talking about. <laughs> like there was not a single artist mm. that they mentioned that I heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, my my Apple Music listening these days is like one playlist that Apple Music editors update, and it's great. But I don't um, venture too far outside <laughs> of my bubble. But anyway, um, no, I, I really liked the opening scene and the mm-hmm. opening kind of first. I don't know, it's probably what ten or fifteen minutes on music in total. Um, a few good things in there, as we will get to later. AirPods, mm. colorful HomePods, um, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of excited for. I probably buy some in either the blue or the yellow. I, I quite like that color. <laughs> Um, and then there was that weird introduction of a $5 a month Apple music plan, which I can see the place of, but I still think it's kind of funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Apple like back to have a music segment of an event. I think that is kind of when they're at their best, they do know music, they know what they're talking about. And it was good to see them lean into that for a little while, Mm. um, Mm. fill some time. Mm. And no, it's yeah. also normal setup. Like we all have Pro Display XDRs in our garage. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly where I'd put my Pro Display XDR, just straight in the garage. <laughs> no, I, I do agree. I, I do agree. I, I thought mm. it was pretty fun. And yeah, maybe and he kinda... wanted in like a lottery or something, and he already had a monitor in his main room, and he's like, "Where should I put this one?" <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I do actually think the voice plan makes sense for HomePods. Uh, I think there are a lot of like my my family's yeah. using their music subscription services exclusively with mm-hmm. voice. But a, isn't there a difference though? Like I don't think this would be perfect for your family because your family is pretty specific about which playlist. Like they want to curate their own playlist, but then only use it through voice. No, 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 my, no. My mother's definitely just saying play music from so and so or play the latest album or play music that is kind of like this. I I don't think okay. she has a single playlist in her streaming service directory i think she's my grandparents are exactly the same like they put pay for the full spotify so they can listen to it on a google home and mm-hmm. if they could save five bucks a month by just having a voice only plan i'm sure they would mm-hmm. they don't ever but, need but a, an this, interface would this have deterred them from would this have made them not like if this plan wouldn't be available would they not have gotten apple music i'm just wondering how many more users will sign up as a result of this or if they would just have signed up for Oh, look, that's a fair question. Um, Maybe it's just a bit of goodwill from Apple. Like, if you don't need our, you know, visual UI, we can um, save you five bucks a month. But no, in in the case of my grandparents, they signed up anyway, despite it being the full full cost. Um, Mm -hmm. But if they did make the switch to Apple Music and they got a HomePod, then I'd absolutely recommend this this Mm -hmm. cheaper plan for them. Uh, Maybe if you're a student too and you want to save a little bit of money. Um, I, know I guess where it does fit in is like if someone is on the edge of going for like Spotify or Apple Music and they're the same price, people mm. might go for Spotify. But then if they see that they have a cheaper yeah. plan, yeah. maybe that's where it fits in. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I thought is if you only ever listened to music, say from your Apple Watch while you're out mm-hmm. on a walk or a run, it could be good for that too. Because honestly, the interface of that music app isn't great. And I usually start uh songs by asking siri either for a specific playlist or for mm-hmm. like an artist or an album 
And yeah, I would if, if I only used Apple Music on the watch, I would happily just interface with it through Siri uh, and that would work pretty well. It doesn't take anything away, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that they introduced this one and made the other ones five dollars more expensive. Yeah, that would have no, been a different story. True. This is just if it, it for some people if they want to want to get that plan, it's now available. Uh, AirPods, yeah. yeah. Um, we finally got the AirPods third generation that have been rumored for I don't know feels like mm. a year and a half or so. It's been mm-hmm. forever. Um, and pretty much exactly what we expected, right? That's what I expected. I mean, not what I expected. <laughs> Unless you're counting the actual picks, it's exactly what we expected. Uh, I mean, we did expect headphones. Like, yeah. Yeah. So pretty much no rubber tips, expected. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, which yeah. is exactly why I challenged Mon's pick, which brings mm. us to the four point Mullins AirPods pick. Four point Mullins AirPods. Yeah, that, yeah. which was uh, which was a assertion of dominance pick. So it had yeah. a potential. Okay. Do we of... want to do before we get into all of this and starting to talk about our picks and assertion of dominance? It sounds a bit like this feels like a bit inside baseball. Do we want to like talk about what those terms mean? No, not inside baseball. It's People who didn't listen to a previous episode, do we want to fill them in and talk about what, what we're doing here? Yeah, we can just do it real quick. Uh, yeah. If you listened to our last episode, you would know this. But yes, we uh, we did a uh, prediction episode last episode where uh, Kai and Malin and Zach, uh, we had multiple rounds and they each made predictions about things that would be announced at this event that just happened this past Monday. Uh, the Apple events. And uh, for the the picks, they get them right. They get points. They get them wrong. <laughs> they either get zero points or in some ca- cases, negative points. Uh, there was a special type of pick that we added this time called assertion of dominance, where you had to make mm-hmm. a very specific pick about a piece of hardware and name three specific attributes in order to get the points. But it was worth double points or potentially losing points. Uh, and I, I sort of forgot about that being a rule that I might be losing points, but I guess that's what I'll well, do. Well, don't don't yeah. you worry. You'll you'll experience it yeah. in, in second. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> which, and uh, and which, yeah, and there's still uh, some of some of the picks were regular picks. Some of the picks were wild card picks, which are kind of like you know things that weren't really predicted, um, mm-hmm. which also are worth double points, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's the basics. And now um, we're talking about the event. And we're also going to kind of score our picks and uh, I guess kind of as we go. And at the end, we'll see. We'll add them up and see who is the winner and who is the <laughs> we'll sad. We'll see how much Zach won by this time. I know. Uh, I just want <laughs> I don't to think so. mention No, I really think this was probably point-wise. It's going to be my worst round ever. I might... Yeah, that's not gonna be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just might be. Might be. Uh, yeah, I Adam, think, I Adam think made up the rules. So this is probably Adam. the one where Adam yeah. wins. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, Adam makes the rules, and he might end up winning. Yeah, so, that, that is that is how you know it's a fair system. <laughs> Anyways, Marlin, AirPods, uh, assertion of dominance pick. You thought the AirPods would have rubber tips, would only come in white, and it would start in one at one forty nine US. You got white. Um, yep. And what do I they start at in the US? 179. Yeah. Ah, okay. And okay, I challenged that assertion of dominance, so that means we already start off. Mullen loses oh. four points. Kai gains eight points for his challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Yes. All right. So that, that means <sighs> Mullen starts off with negative four points, and I start with plus eight for yeah. challenge, correctly challenging that, uh, that assertion of dominance. Cool. Sort sure. it out. So, Kai, just out of curiosity, when you challenged, uh, did you think both of those things that she was wrong about were going to be wrong? Or was there one in particular you really thought was the wrong one? 
I threw my challenge flag as soon as Mon said to rubber tip. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't <laughs> even. As soon as she said that, AirPods, that is fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking I, about I thought, that one in hindsight, it's obvious. But at the time when Mullen said, it, I was like, yeah, fair enough. Like that. Yeah, that's fine. I, I thought yeah. there was no chance. I thought the yeah, rubber yeah. tip is going to be what's the difference. One is just yeah, laying yeah. in your ear, and the other one is the one that needs to seal because they want to do. Yes, otherwise they are pros, right? That is yeah. the difference. Not because really, you can because do noise cancellation, be... you can do all that fancy stuff. Yeah, but it could have been without noise cancelling. But it would be a bit odd. Especially mm. since now... I mean, they do also get some other pro features already. Like the mm. um, spatial, spatial audio. audio, yeah. audio yeah. So it would be weird if... Yeah. yeah so for my challenge, the, the 149 starting price was just just increasing my chances. But I thought <laughs> after I heard rubber, yeah. rubber tip, I would have challenged. Had Malin only picked I that there will be AirPods with rubber tip as a normal round, I would have also challenged mm-hmm. that. Okay. I, I'm, I thought that um, the way they presented spatial audio was really cool because that can be something that is really hard to understand and. Like, you don't really get a visual picture of it, but I thought it was pretty cool how they had, like, the whole animation in the background and it was playing when the person was talking. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool then. It was more like a artistic... I don't know, like, the the way that, like, background and everything worked out with the stage, the Steve Jobs theater stage, was pretty cool. Do any of you use spatial audio? I've never tried it, no. No. Okay. Have you? None of you. Yeah, I have. I don't like it okay. i think it i think it's mostly because it tries to like position the audio from where your device is so if you're walking and you pick up mm-hmm. your phone from your pocket or whatever it can be disorientating because then that changes where it is and it, it does eventually get around to centering like for example if you left your phone kind of in your right pocket mm-hmm. it wouldn't always be slightly right center but it does take <laughs> yeah. a few seconds so just the act of like lifting it to kind of your center and then back in it's a bit yeah, jarring and the same when mm-hmm. I'm around the house and I've got so I've got headphones in listening to the footy or something um for some reason mm-hmm. that can be done in spatial audio mm-hmm. but the whole point is I'm walking around and mm-hmm. my mac or my phone or whatever it is is in a set position and suddenly mm-hmm. everything's in the right ear and, and very little is in the left. And I just find that really jarring. But only like for it, video content, right? That's not for music. Music. No, you, you can do it for music too. Um, for your devices? Why would you? Yeah, why would it happens for podcasts too. So I've noticed the podcast, I've turned it off. I've turned, like, it's just no, mm. not good. Um, but I did notice, I think it's in 15.1, there's now an option to have spatial audio on, but it doesn't do the head tracking. So it will always just mm-hmm. kind of center you in the music. And I haven't okay. tried that since. And so because, my plan yeah. is to go back and revisit it now that yeah. that's an option. But when it wasn't uh, prior to at least 15, I think, don't quote me, but I think it's 15 one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, before then, when it wasn't an option, I found it too mm. jarring. So yeah. 50.1 would be more of a surround sound experience. Like you would sit stationary and have it that's around right. you. That's right. Just that you can walk yeah. around. I, I think that, exactly. would, that could be really cool for music. So... Yeah, no, I think it will actually sound quite nice as long as, yeah, because even if you're sitting at a desk, like I use two monitors and so I'm Mm -hmm. constantly kind of moving my head and whenever (laughs) I do that, the music's just, yeah, it's Mm. just weird. And and like I said, it will recenter, but it takes Mm. a few seconds and it's not ideal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Try it out at some point in the future. It might be. Which is why I was wondering if anyone had like really loved it or something and I'm just Mm. using it wrong and yeah, which is also possible. It's not available on the earlier version of AirPods, like the default ones. Um is anyone getting headphones? I might get AirPods Pro. Um if if we do end up traveling more, I Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind switching to 
AirPods Pro as an experiment. If I, on average, I don't like in-ear headphones as much as the as I did mm -hmm. like the previous style. So, but mm -hmm. I would be it, the convenience is is so much higher mm -hmm. from having like over-ear headphones that are kind of big. Mm -hmm. So yes. I would give it a shot. I would I would only keep them though if if they would become primary headphones for me not if i'm like oh, i might make it through a flight i would want them yeah, to be yeah. my proper primary yeah. headphones yeah yeah, yeah i probably just upgrade to these new airpods once mm. my, the battery in my current ones yeah. are good and i have a recent upgrade but mm -hmm. yeah i in general never liked other headphones with the rubber tips so I, this was my prediction but it's still something that i didn't really want <laughs> so I, this worked out okay so you still won. Mm. Yeah, That's, I'm telling myself that I'm looking at my minus four points. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, so that also there are more AirPods related picks. picks. Adam, you said that in your wild cards or your I disagree with everything you said. <laughs> you said that AirPods. Oh, you mean that's the name of the round? Adam? Yes, that's okay. the official yes. name of the round. That okay. uh, AirPods will come with twenty percent more battery life, and you did get that as well. Exactly twenty percent more. Yeah, I mean, I could if it was more than twenty percent, I still would have got it because I think what I said mm -hmm. was at least. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, in retrospect, that was kind of risky, but somehow yeah, I pulled it off. Close, but you made it. But had you said exactly 20% out, what, oh, that would have yeah. had ex, extra <laughs> you should, you should uh, respect some attached respect to point it. For that. Yeah. Now, is that, yeah, uh, that, was my, that was my wild card pick. I don't think I've ever actually gotten my wild card <laughs> pick, so I don't know the answer to this. Do I get the double, the double wild card points for this? I think so. Yes. Or is the, the wild point. card? Yeah, that sounds fair. All right. Yeah. It's a wild card. Yeah. Mm. That's what I thought, but I didn't yeah. want to assume yeah can never be too sure the rules only get simpler the longer we do this <laughs> all right cool. uh, i think we're done talking about music right and um mm -hmm. what was after that oh one thing i want to talk about is the setup it felt a bit like i really like that we got to see some more rooms like with the music section we got to see that cool like music studio with all of the like they had like a recording studio i'm not sure if this is a real oh, thing was that, that the zango segment mm -hmm. yeah 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 okay yeah that was nice um, so that's pretty cool to see uh cool that we got the dollhouse back like the real size dollhouse <laughs> where we uh we see all those rooms i think that's all i kind of want to live in one <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm good, but it is cool. It is a cool setup, and I like that they come back to it. Um, what happened after that? Uh, I think chips, right? I mean, so did they, they jump they, right into that? They put Tim Cook in yet another yes, that's empty what I want hill to get to. with with very uh, not cared for grass. Yeah, it that seemed was... a bit seemed a bit like he was just dropped at random places, and then he sort of tried to film from there, and he was never standing. It felt Straight. a little bit, you know, sometimes when you use the Maps app on your phone and you try to drop a pin exactly on a street, but it detected <laughs> like a different like point of interest close by and it picks that instead and you just dropped it in the wrong location as a result of that. Kind of felt like that's what they did with Tim Cook. It's like, <laughs> put him in this nice Yeah, you know bed. the one where and you're like uh, dangling the small person? Yeah, for like street view. Yeah. yeah, it felt a bit like, let's put him there and it's like, oh. A random random just overgrown part of apple park was uh, i think the the location scouting was a little bit interesting i think they wanted to try something different again um but there are only so many at parts at apple park there they can place it they, and yeah. they never picked a place that had level ground so he exactly. was always standing <laughs> oddly was he was always on a slope uh, yeah. Yeah. it didn't seem very but also never never a situation where he walked into that spot it's like here's a new scene of tim standing on straight but also always <laughs> in overgrown areas where see that overgrown thing i think it's probably serving mm. a purpose 
<laughs> they managed to do something different every time. It's always impressive. Yeah, but it, it had a little bit of a, like, oh, yeah, this, this is an abandoned Apple Park vibe to me as a result of that. It felt it felt a little bit odd. But cool. Different. Um, chips. I think that was next, right? Mm. Yes. Chips. And there were a lot of chips. Mm. Um, in fact, the M1 Pro and M1 Max. Um, interesting naming. Now we... Yeah. It's, How it's, do you feel about those names, Jay? I mean... I'm okay with them. Uh, I mean, I I was kind of saying in my pick that it will be an M2, but I think M1 Pro and M1 Max is... Their naming is fine. It sort of aligns with the phones, but not quite, right? Because the phones are Pro Max and, and the chip is yeah. dropping the Pro when it goes from Pro to Max. Also, it's really I thought hard. they were going to name that second chip Pro Max for a second. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. But do you mm. really need to align them with the iPhone or is that causing no, a confusion not. in itself? No, but it's also, I mean, they're, they're now in a new corner again. Surely this chip will not forever stay the most max. So what's yeah. the next chip going to be called? Is, is the next one going to be the Pro Max or I the would think Max it's like Plus? like M2, M2 Pro or M2 Max. Yeah. It's like whenever all, you go with... Hmm? I was like, maybe, yeah, for every chip generation, they'll just have the regular one, the Pro one and the Max one. Mm. Yeah, but even mm. there, right? We're still expecting higher powered m1 based chips in the future um mm. are so, we yeah i mean if, if we <laughs> you think this is it adam so far I, well I, oh, it could the, be m2 based it could be uh, i don't know i mean considering that bloomberg's rumors about the chips were so spot on so far right it was all the jade mm. c chips they had the j, j jade c jade jade c chop j2c <laughs> and j4c um and so far, we we did have the JC the the chop, um, so and they were super spot on exactly what what was uh, not predicted, but definitely uh, somewhere leaked along the way. I would be surprised if we wouldn't get the other ones as well, considering how how strong those rumors were. Mm. Um, so based on maybe that, they'll maybe they'll spell Max with two X's. <laughs> for the next one <laughs> but it's another well, we problem with the chip right now we're talking about the mac the the, the m1 max on the mac if that is in yeah. the max like mac computers it's just yes. a really hard audible <laughs> way of di- di- differentiating between the max maximum and the max macintosh mm-hmm. but realistically for most consumers they don't have to worry about saying the name of the ship <laughs> it's it's and mostly also, a problem re- for people working yeah. in the Apple store. And remember, when it comes to Apple, it's all marketing, right? I mean, ju- regardless of if everything you just mentioned about all the rumors are 100% true, that doesn't mean Apple can't call whatever chip is in new Mac Pros whatever they want, right? They could call it, they could call it the M2, they could call it, you know, the M Super, you know, it doesn't, they're not stuck with, oh, we got to call it M1 something because technically it's the same technology. I, I, I don't, I do not think they'll, I think they're pretty. I mean, so far they follow a very clear pattern that they add new new components to, but they've not really. If the M1 chips are all based on on the same what? kind of cores, there, and <laughs> we've just hit the. We only have one generation of chips. There's no pattern. There's there can't be a pattern of one. <laughs> no, but I mean, we've had the since 80, since the A5 the i iOS and iPad mm-hmm. chips were all very consistent in in like they just well, go up in and, number whenever there are changes and, and by, then they and add by that some pattern kind of really that's why we all thought it was going to be the M1X by that pattern i mean we we we've, we've mm-hmm. already broken that pattern yeah but that's that's yeah. my point right they 
sure they, they added different different so, modifiers yeah. in the end but they've not said all right this is the m super duper 2 it, when it was actually based on the m m m1 components i think they've been with the numbering at least it's it's clearly a generation and everything that comes after that mm -hmm. is some kind of modification to that to that generation of chip so i i would be again i'm 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 okay being surprised but <laughs> i would be surprised if if the next chips are based on the same cores, but they're not getting an M1 name. Well, that would then just be weird. Mm -hmm. That's true. But now you've, you've, your initial question, you've, ta you've talked yourself into a conundrum, right? I mean, yeah, but that, Apple got themselves in a conundrum. <laughs> well, well you know, you know what the answer could be? I would not be surprised if this was the answer. Uh, in whatever Mac Pros they have, there's no choice of different chip levels. And therefore, it's just called whatever the 48 core M1 Max. And yeah. th that the only reason you need names is when you're giving people a choice. And once yeah. you get don't give people a choice, you just call it mm -hmm. the the Mac Pro M1 whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You just ship it. Yeah. With that I mean, highest spec. even if you do give people a choice, it can totally be the you know could be the 10 core uh, Max or the 20 core Max or the 40 core Max. Mm. That is still possible. You don't have to give it a new name just because it gets more cores. Or I mean, they essentially double could also be a double. M1 Max, right? So you got 2X M1 Max. That that's the name I'm going with. 2X sure. M1X Max. Um I also had a look at the <laughs> I don't know how much you you all care about uh, the specifics of the chips, but based on those rumors and how accurate they were, uh, I also looked at um the the power consumption mm -hmm. if we're using the M1 Max's power consumption of 90 watts. And then kind of scaling it linearly. I, I, I don't know. Would they, if they have it, um, do, do they scale exactly linear? I don't know. But that's just based on my assumption. That would mean 180 watts for the for the 2C, the J2C, which is um, 180 watts. I also looked at what they previously put into an iMac Pro and mm -hmm. the Mac Pro. So the iMac Pro's biggest CPU configuration uh, caps out at 370 watts which okay. would kind of align with the Jade 4C's 360 watt. But, of course, the iMac still had a separate GPU, which we would probably assume is part of the uh, um, Jade 4C uh, M1 Max chip, right? And you, so that would definitely be a chip that I would see fitting into an iMac-type enclosure. And when you say iMac, you mean some type of iMac Pro or a... A yeah. bigger iMac, a more developed... Yeah, because yeah, I, was, I was considering, all right, we're probably going to still get iMacs at some point in the future, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so I was trying to figure out what are the odds of <laughs> us getting the, the kind of higher spec chips in those iMacs? Would they even, like, as far as if we assume similar thermals to the M1, uh, the, the um, iMac Pro if we would assume a similar thermal limit within that that case i mean of course they can redesign it but if if we take that as an mm -hmm. assumption even the jade 4c the, the 360 watt 360 watt kind of biggest of the m1 series chip would fit into that type of enclosure mm -hmm. uh the mac pro in comparison if we go to all the way up to the 28 core that has a cpu max of 902 watt that is that is a different ballpark so do you think that would be <laughs> a dedicated separate chip coming out later yeah that? so that's based on that my assumption is that we're still getting imax with the m1 2c and 4c j2c and 
Jade 4C, but the, the Mac Pro is probably getting a s- different series of chips that might be not based on the M2 or, mm-hmm. or some kind of future chip. That's Has that been bigger. rumored that there will be a fourth? I guess. Uh, I mean. A fifth? I don't know. But what do you mean a fifth? Oh, sorry. Um, well, a different dedicated, a different chip specifically for the MacBook Pro that would fit in there. Or do you think the it Mac could Pro? Be? Mac Pro, yes. Or do you think it could be the same as the iMac? No, that's that's what I'm saying. I I think considering how much more of an how much power hungry or how much more power hungry the the Mac Pro chips used to be, mm-hmm. and that the, the rumor chips we that we had from Bloomberg go all the way up to the 360 watt. I my my current if if someone would force me to to guess right now is that we get the iMac all the way to the Jade 4C, mm-hmm. and then that the Mac Pros get something that that we haven't heard of before. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you still think that uh, that's an interesting thing in general. Is there even room for a Mac Pro? And who is that for? And will like, I, I think there will be an, a Mac Pro, considering the whole... People were very disappointed when Apple sort of stopped making the Mac Pro in the past, where we sort of stopped on the trash can and people thought that had been it. And then Apple made a whole thing where they were talking about like, no, don't worry, about, like, don't worry. We think there is a space in our lineup for the Mac Pro. But now I feel like we're sort of at that point again where it's like there are a lot of great Macs and like the MacBook Pros coming out now are really good for most Pro users. And then we will have, if we get an iMac Pro, that will also fill like another section there for people who only want stationary computers who want a good monitor as well. And it could potentially be more powerful than the uh, MacBook Pro that came out. So do we need a Mac Pro? I mean, maybe... We don't, but there will be people that need more. Is know. there enough people, though, who would need it? I mean, it depends on what Apple wants to do. Um, if you look at like a lot of car manufacturers, they sometimes have those crazy supercars, not mm-hmm. because they think they will sell millions yeah, of that's them, true. but it's because that is... you but want Supercars are often more on a concept side. I don't think Apple would have a concept computer. No, no, no. I mean, that is more... I think Apple wants to capture the... the the peak of the pro market for <laughs> for for their you know it's it's nice to have people at pixar being able to use uh, your your max that mm-hmm. you're selling i think apple is interested enough in that space i i think apple wants all their apple tv shows to be produced as much on on apple hardware as they can i think mm-hmm. that's just a market they care about and a market that has enough money that even if there is R&D cost associated with building even bigger, beefier computers, that that totally makes sense. And even think if, if that would be break, even Apple would still be interested mm-hmm. enough in that market that they want to build those type of computers. Yeah. Because I guess to, to add to that, another benefit that might make sense then is if there, are, if there is that market, so let's say people are working on those intense tasks where they need something like a Mac Pro, and the option would be that those people don't use a Mac otherwise. I think Apple would rather want them exactly. to start using a Mac, not just because it's like it's a market that exists, but also because that gets those people into the ecosystem in general. And even if they are using Mac Pros for their job, um, then maybe they also choose to have their personal computers as a Mac. Well, as if they would go to a PC instead for their work tasks, then maybe they wouldn't go with a Mac for their other type of jobs or the other type of tasks that they do on a computer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I I would be surprised if we're not keeping keeping getting. I mean, especially if Apple has an architecture now. I mean, that was kind of part to actually bring it back to the event and not what might happen in fifteen <laughs> years. Um, 
a lot of focus on this presentation as far as the chip presentation before we actually got to to the macbooks that they built uh that, that yeah i mean we got for. to see the ship for probably like at least a 10 minute sec- segment before yeah. we actually got but to see a lot the of the focus was on just that this is a scalable architecture right mm-hmm. that was uh, a lot of focus on and that's what we're seeing with this kind of combination of all the jade c dies and chop which is fewer and then the 2c and 4c that is all kind of just scaling up and down or in, in one case, chopping. Um, so I, I it, considering how much this chip seems to be designed to just be able to repeat more cores and, and make it all still work, I, I would be surprised if, if that was not part of the design all along and that Apple can have a 8C or, or similar type mm-hmm. of chip at some point that just has 80 cores. I mean, there's probably a limit at some point where where most applications no longer be able to use 80 cores at once. But there's also the GPU component, right? Uh, at the moment, we can go up to, what is the max? 32 GPU cores, yes. which is pretty impressive as far as in like laptop GPU goes. Uh, Apple's amazing graphs uh, showed that it seems to be somewhat similar to a 3060 um, or 3050-ish um gpu in 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 like other manufacturers laptops but it's not comparable to a full-on desktop gpu there's still quite a lot of headroom if you do get like an nvidia Mm -hmm. 3090 Mm -hmm. or something or or anything that's custom for machine learning stuff right so i wouldn't be surprised if if that is actually a big push as well to just have way more gpu cores because they scale even nicer Mm -hmm. um to actually compete with the i i I think apple's goal is to have a desktop gpu that um is at least on par if not outpaces uh the competition the same way that the cpu component of the m series outpaces the competition in the cpu market uh, that just mm-hmm. to me seems like what apple's after they're not trying to build a gpu that is kind of good as well they want to be like no here yeah. here this is our gpu and mm-hmm. you will, you'll not think about external gpus anymore this is this is what you want mm-hmm. do they still sell their external gpus i mean just oh well, not theirs but it used to sell it i mean eGPUs aren't even supported with the m series max okay. so i i, I th- that's the thing right i think apple will want to get to a point where People are not asking for external non-Apple GPUs mm-hmm. with the Mac Pro. Is, is my guess that they just say, "Look, this is this is faster than anything you could buy from anyone else, anyways. Mm-hmm. Just use ours." Mm. All right, cool. cool. <laughs> that was a trip where we were just talking about chips. Oh. <laughs> there we go. I, I I just felt like we should give it <laughs> as spend, much time as Apple did. Yeah, spend enough time on it because uh, I I know that we all have been very excited about this being a Mac event and I think a core part of of this event was really about the chips. So I'm glad we ch- chat about that. But there are other things to a Mac than just the chips. There's the new industrial design, Adam. What do you think <sighs> about the new industrial design? Wait, can uh, the reason why I'm specifically pointing out bonus points yes. and, and use some bonus points. Okay, okay, but do, I do want to talk about that industrial design yeah. change after. But just because we talked about the chip, I predicted that the MacBook Pro, for my six-point uh, assertion of dominance pick, that the Mac Pro will come in Starlight, which it did not. That it comes with a ProMotion display, which it did, um, and that it would have an M2 series chip, which it did not. So yeah. I lose six points, but Marlin gains twelve. Yes, I do because, because Marlin I successfully challenged, challenged that. Um, I am super ex- excited about Pro Pro 
motion coming into Max. Yeah. And I'm also happy that I picked that, uh, despite not getting any points for it. I think that was something that was not uh, very wildly rumored, and I think we made good arguments for why it it would make sense to to come into Max, and it did. So I'm despite being awarded a a minus six points for this, I'm still quite happy with that pick. Yeah, I was surprised that it happened. Very glad that it happened, though. Um, but a little disappointed there's still no external display to <laughs> kind of match the MacBook Pro's display when it's yeah. docked kind of next to uh, an yeah. external but I was monitor. thinking about that, it's actually kind of hard to find a display standard that could do 5-ish K at mm. 120 hertz, right? Mm-hmm. I-, I wonder if this is a thing again where... We Apple wants to push display to a certain level where the next iMacs might have a di- custom display controller again and some custom wiring. Yeah, I mean, who cares if it's not a... St- as long as it works with an Apple computer, it could fall back to 60 hertz when yeah, you but plug th- in anything That's else. the thing. If there's no wiring standard, Apple's not going to build a custom wiring mm. from a MacBook, right? They want to have some mm. kind of display standard that they can use. So I wonder mm. if that, this is, again, something where we just did another leap. Finally, we were capable of having like good 5K displays with 60 hertz, <laughs> but we made a leap to promotion, and now Apple wouldn't want to release an iMac with promotion, the MacBooks with promotion, <laughs> essentially everything that's pro is promotion. But uh, they release a display that doesn't do that. That would be, again, kind of weird. So I wonder if it just timing-wise, now just as we make the next step, we don't have something to make an external Mm -hmm. display. So so would you expect to see it maybe in the next 12 months then instead? Or is this a longer-term thing? Uh, Is it theoretically possible that, I mean, if you have a, a... I understand what you said about not wanting to change the wiring, but as long as Thunderbolt 4 has the bandwidth, can't they just create a new you know i'm imagining the thunderbolt protocol has different accessory types and you can decide <laughs> between accessories to transfer data in whatever format you want i mean mm-hmm. i don't it doesn't have to be like a uh one of the standard monitor formats is that possible i mean is there enough bandwidth on the on I the wire there's i mean it, uh, there's so many parts right how what is the resolution of that display and then sending even 5k at 120 hertz is a lot of bandwidth i i, I didn't do the math to figure it out uh, if it's if Thunderbolt right now has enough bandwidth to push that, but I would assume that that is definitely scratching at the limits of Thunderbolt. So I don't know. We'll have to do some follow up. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Do you think there's any limitations why there couldn't be promotion in the upcoming iMac? No, I think that's when it's all in one device that mm. makes it a lot easier, right? Because yeah, Apple did that with the first Pro disp- uh, with the first iMac, uh, the first 5K iMac. They had custom display controllers, and they mm-hmm. were actually talking to each half of the display independently. Okay, um, that's why yeah. some people that had the early mm-hmm. iMacs might even have some weird glitches where one side mm-hmm. of the screen would show something slightly different briefly. Um, so they they that was already a whole bunch of custom hardware to make that all work within the device mm-hmm. so obviously if if you don't have to have like an external access point that makes some of the things you can you can adopt a standard before it's a standard well if it's a display it makes it a bit awkward if there is no standard that is available that you could plug into yet because then if, yeah. if the industry goes a different direction apple has this display that no one can use properly unless you have this particular macbook that supports that particular setup which is not ideal either yeah but yes, I do agree. We'll see. It would be very nice now to have an external monitor because it sucks to have a very nice laptop monitor and then plug it into something <laughs> that's not as nice. If Apple announced sometime in the next six months, yeah. nice new 5K displays. <laughs> Kai's already answering yes. 
MacBook, uh, sorry, mini, mini LED looks great. Like the, the design is great. 60 hertz. Would you? <laughs> and and uh, the general consensus is that it's just the, the current MacBook Pro simply can't, you know, that the technology does not exist and may not exist. Who knows? Maybe it's a year. Maybe mm-hmm. it's another two years. Mm-hmm. Would you go ahead and uh, accept a 60 hertz uh, monitor in the meantime? <laughs> if... if... Different parameters. A, fi- a $1,500 5K uh, 60 <laughs> no. hertz monitor? No. Especially it's, not it's if, amazing if, how we all would have said yes like three or four months ago. I know. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly... Yes a week ago. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> but especially considering that when I think now it's a safe assumption to make that the next IMAX will have promotion, mm-hmm. right? I agree. It's, it just... It would be a little bit odd. I mean, not not completely absurd. Not like... Apple is doomed bad, but we would be a little bit surprised. Now our expectations have been raised that if Apple releases a new iMac, we would all think, yeah, promotion is mm-hmm. a very good chance, mm. right? Like it's fine if they release an Air and that one isn't having promotion, but like this is sort of an iMac would be within that pro range. Yeah, when you get the nicest of any of the ranges they sell, you kind of would lean towards that those would, your expectation would be that those come with promotion. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that just for me, yeah, you're right. It just makes it so much so much more expensive, and I just don't I don't want to spend money so, on a monitor. So what would what would you do, Adam? Would you just stick well, with another I, monitor, or would you upgrade for an iMac if it comes out with promotion? I will not spend over a thousand dollars on any monitor, no matter what features it has. <laughs> now, talk to me once it comes out, right? Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't cheat. It's like, oh, it's twelve hundred. All right, whatever. That's you know, it's only two hundred dollars. <laughs> but in general, like if we're like, yeah. So that that's mm-hmm. that's just my feeling about monitors. I I, I love how they look, and it's it's just I just cannot mm-hmm. I cannot justify just just like the uh the what is it the uh, xdr uh, pro that we all laugh at how the stand is a thousand dollars just because mm-hmm. mentally we say stands no matter how great they are should not cost a thousand dollars to me monitors also have that threshold like computers cost a thousand dollars or more two thousand three thousand four thousand monitors you know should cost about 500 bucks good monitors. that's my opinion <laughs> I also think cars should cost ten thousand dollars. So this is all like my when it, when it comes to certain world. things. Just get it all out. How much? How much should a banana be? And Whatever. I say this as someone who bought Apple's original LCD cinema display, twenty two inch, mm-hmm. which I think cost like twenty five hundred dollars at the <laughs> at the time that it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously, I'm a little inconsistent. But uh... <laughs> and what about an iMac? Could you? And b- both of you, both you and Zach, could either of you get an iMac if we get a new one with promotion display? Almost certainly not. I really, st- I know I said I would consider it, but I really like the look of these new MacBook Pros paired with a nice external monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for, for various work requirements, I need to be able to plug a laptop into a screen, a laptop that might not be mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does help to have a nice monitor and instead of just like having a single computer which i can't get away with at this point in my life so yeah 
that makes sense. But yeah, it's it's always. <laughs> I don't know how many events I've we've watched where my biggest takeaway is look how much better that that future iMac just got. <laughs> <laughs> you've uh, you've really uh, built it up in your head, hey. Yeah. But it's like every event it raises that mis- mysterious yeah, no, right, iMac a right. little bit more, right? When mm. when they released the M1 chip, so it's like, ooh, imagine that in iMac, and they put it in mm. 24. Now they. They raised the bar with the space. I'm like, oh, imagine if they put promotion to an iMac. Yeah. I wonder how many more events I have to have to imagine increase. They would just make another computer that that I that I yeah. own. But that's the thing, right? Now I feel like now I'm next. The the next <laughs> event that has Macs has to have an iMac, right? This They're not going to This is how users of this is how users of the Mac Pro felt for, <laughs> for six years. But ago. if we look at the higher, Apple's not going to release that Mac Pro before they do the iMac, right? Oh. Right, we all agree with that. <laughs> so if we look at the yeah. hierarchy of like, all right, what is still outstanding as far as the transition that they mentioned again? They mentioned they're one year into this transition. Yeah. It's a little bit over the one year, but fair enough. Probably means, uh, considering that they reiterated that they are one year into a two-year transition, it pretty much seems like they are aiming for a Mac Pro in late next year, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't have mentioned again that it's a two-year transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not think... I, I would be shocked if... Um, Considering the lineup now, the iMac is still outstanding on Intel and the Mac Pro is still outstanding on Intel. And they do have some other Macs that they're still selling with Intel chips. But as far as the ones that do not have a direct better M- Apple ch- Silicon uh, replacement, it's essentially the large iMac uh, and the Mac Pro. And I, I, I just, the, the iMac's got to come, come mm-hmm. next. I'm super excited about that. Anyways, uh, more points to issue or not to issue. Marlins, uh you picked a Apple branded display for your five point wildcard. Yes. Um, yes, did I? Yes, <laughs> yes did you I did. Um, I really wanted you to be right. I'm very disappointed you didn't get these points. Oh, yeah, I did pick that. And, and I wildcarded <laughs> that that display would come with a magnetic single cable port. And not only did we not get a display, but also really the doubling MagSafe. down yes. on the risky pick. Uh, so, yeah, MagSafe. we now know, Kai, that your, your, your pick will never come true, at least for this generation of MacBook Pros. Because yeah, very unlikely. I, I was surprised. Port how... Looks to be power only. Yeah, I was surprised how exactly that MagSafe looked like the MagSafe we had like mm-hmm. eight years ago. Yeah. I thought Apple would at least not just for for their own like look we we didn't just bring back what you all wanted to have back but we made it way better than we could have done before it's a mat that you place your computer on and it's magnetic (laughs) i just at least i would have expected the port to look slightly different but it's essentially MagSafe as we had before now just back yeah i would have thought more like the cable would be a bit different it is braided but you know three nicer yeah yeah got a new number is that what they call it yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it So, which makes me assume that it is not literally the same exact size and shape yeah. or as MagSafe 2, or else they would, it yeah. would just be MagSafe 2. And I mean, it, it does look support... a little wider. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's just from the pictures and I'm wrong, but it did just, look a little wide and pretty yeah, thin. I agree. I think from memory, it seems to have one extra pin, but it also yeah, does okay. do a lot more, a lot faster charging, right? The only yes. way of fast charging those new MacBooks. Uh, at the at the cost of jumping a little bit ahead in the event, uh, the the 16 inch MacBook Pro can fast charge at 140 watt, um, mm. and that's the only way of fast charging is mm-hmm. with the MacBook the one, cable. The old one did I was not a little have surprised. fast charging. If you'd asked me right? last week which one will offer faster charging, I would have thought that the USB C. So I was a mm. little surprised. I understand why now, but 
yeah, did take me back a little bit, back a little bit. Mm. But it's really nice how that cable is not uh, permanently attached to a brick, that it just is MagSafe mm. on one end and USB-C on the other. Yep. I think that's that's a really nice uh, setup because I've had yes. those cables break before, but also it gives you a second, uh, you know, break point. If someone trips mm -hmm. over it, it can, mm -hmm. can get out on either side. Is it magnetically side. attached on the other side no. too? No, okay. it's only magnetically attached to a computer. And depending on your needs, you can yeah. go, you can swap it out. Like exactly, you know, if you had a, um, but also like being able to go between MagSafe and USB C mm -hmm. can be quite handy as well. If you were plugging into an external monitor that only offered USB C, well, you're not gonna mm -hmm. probably not gonna plug in MagSafe too unless you were desperate for fast charging. Yeah. But if you went on a holiday and you didn't need USB C docks, mm -hmm. just take the MagSafe, which is yeah. obviously the superior connector, yeah. assuming you don't already need another USB C. So it's yeah. I liked that. It was pretty and it's cool. also nice if you then have that uh, the, the charging puck and then you have mm -hmm. your different cables if you go. Yes. Because the yeah. battery life on those devices is so good, you, you're not going to need to charge it like yeah. while working, right? You just charge it uh, at some point and you can charge yeah. your other devices. You and can you can also one. charge your iPad through the same brick. Like you might yeah. use MagSafe for mm -hmm. the, the laptop and... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, USB-C for the iPad or um, USB-C for your your old MacBook Air that might be sitting in front of you. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was that was a neat improvement to to MacSafe. I was surprised how similar, but uh, that's kind of what I. I mean, it's what we want. It's what we liked. Yeah. I don't think they had to yeah, make it much true. more different. Um, <laughs> did anyone get points for that? Uh, Kaya, you did. Magnetic charging port. I did. Four points. <laughs> Four question. <laughs> I'm very happy about. In general, it, it's this MacBook. Now, when we actually get into the the Macs themselves, feels like the look. We're sorry about the last eight years. <laughs> it, it didn't turn out the way we wanted to, and it took us way longer mm -hmm. than 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 we would like to admit. But here we go. Mm -hmm. We we get rid of all the stuff that that clearly had no reason to be yeah. in the first place, like the Touch Bar. Yeah. Uh, we bring back the things that always made a lot of sense, like MagSafe mm -hmm. and and function keys mm. <laughs> and keyboards and, uh, that work. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, we talked about this last time: SD cards and HDMI ports. Mm. Yeah, seems it's like just, a welcoming it's change. Just such an. I mean, essentially, the MacBook we designed throughout our picks is essentially. Mm. I think to to the largest extent what we got right. It was yeah. like, what if we take everything we would like to have? Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, here yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it was a lofty goal the last say five years to to take the approach they took and try and make these things thin and light and small and all of that. And I don't really have. A, I never had a problem with like the touch bar and things like that. For the most part, it didn't bother me that they took the ports away. But I do. Look, I respect the decision to try, and I also mm -hmm. respect the decision to now course correct. Now, arguably, mm -hmm. it took longer than it should have. <laughs> yeah. That's that's probably the the criticism mm -hmm. I, I can give is that you know maybe they could have George should have course corrected sort of two or three years in, not five years in. <laughs> um, but overall, I we, we are now back at a good place, and mm. uh, also also the keyboards they definitely took longer than it should have mm -hmm. to fix that. Now, there's but no I mean, excuse we did, for that. We did get. Um, different keyboards before this still yeah like that's what i mean but i still think yeah. it took yeah. too long because yeah. it yeah, took i think it took four years because it was the 16 inch macbook pro the first one that truly fixed it i know they went through like three different mm -hmm. iterations of that weird keyboard and none of them fixed it <laughs> um but it's the the 2016 sorry the 16 inch macbook pro which came out mm -hmm. in 2019 i believe mm -hmm. which was the first one to to properly course correct mm -hmm. um and now we're back at a point where look try tried it failed experiment um <laughs> we now have pro computers for the pros mm -hmm. and we 
potentially, we don't know what the, the lower end of the lineup is going to look, but maybe the lower end of the lineup does stay thin and light and just keeps a few ports like the MacBook mm-hmm. Air, like mm-hmm. the MacBook Pro with the M1. And I'd be happy with that trade-off mm-hmm. because maybe that's the right decision for 50% of people who are buying MacBook Pros. I don't know. And then if you're a true pro who needs stuff like HDMI, like SD card readers, if you appreciate MagSafe, mm-hmm. then you can go with the mm-hmm. Pro Pro machines. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 kind of fascinating if you look at <clears throat> if you take the product over the last I don't know what it is six seven years out of the out of the lineup it all across all ranges looks like a very smooth transition right if you go from the iPhone 5s to an iPhone 12 you're like all right they got bigger and stuff and they got cooler mm-hmm. but it's like yeah I see the design language and then we had those weird years in between where they looked a little bit different same with the Mac Pro if you look at the 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 old cheese grater then a weird trash can and back to what we had before same for macbooks it's like all right we had the macbooks and if you look at the ones we got uh this last week they look like cool that's mm-hmm. just a normal iteration but then we had the weird ones with uh, keyboards in between and yeah but i would say that i mean to some extent that's that's different from what they done with the iphone iphone you can really see like okay they clearly had like certain things that they were improving and they kept on following that same following a direction i don't feel like they had any outstanding ones well, With the exception if you of look... size of the iPhone, it never got worse year on year, I don't think. Yeah, that's... Whereas but a lot of people would argue the 2016... That... No, I'm, I'm more coming from a, from a... If you look at those machines, the design mm-hmm. decisions mm-hmm. seem to right. align... Like, if you look at where they were five, six years ago to oh, what like we have the, today... The, the trade-off towards thin and lightness as yeah. opposed to form and functionality. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. There, there right. was this so, weird yeah. gap where all yep. products that Apple had had, had this kind of philosophy that led them into weird things like making it's a keyboard thinner. a millimeter thinner but mm. therefore not reliable making the mm-hmm. the mac pro of all macs be smaller which yeah, made no weird. sense right there were so many weird things and if you chop that period out we're now just back mm. at normal trajectory again it's like if yes. you just take this entire chunk out you're like all right all of this is very clear direction it's kind of interesting it harder though because they, I feel like last generation looked. I mean, the the 2016 through 2020 uh, MacBook Pros looked looked really, really, really good. And mm, I yes. don't think this new one. And I'm spoiler alert. I'm getting one. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. But I, I, I don't think it looks bad. <laughs> but I think like, oh, it's a tiny bit of a I progression agree. looks wise. Yeah. It does yeah. look quite strange. And yeah. I, it but didn't yeah. surprise so, me that they spent so much time talking about the chips before showing the thing visually <laughs> at all. Because when I saw it, I remember being a bit taken aback. Like, oh, we've stepped back in time 15 years. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. Apple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have to see how it looks in person. It's hard to get the overall picture of it from like just having like one individual angle on all of the photos. But I do think, I agree, like it doesn't look, the previous generation looked better. So to your point, Kai, I think we can see that iteration going through when it comes to other parts of the hardware. But like I'm not the shape, talking like about the design as far as like how it looks. I'm talking as design as far as what were the the goals that were chased. Yeah, no, I right? see that. It's, it's not that they all sure. look the same. It's about they clearly had the... the there was a priority shift for six years across the board, mm-hmm. which they now no longer seem to chase. I mean, and with iPhones, obviously, we saw that change a lot faster because Apple's obviously caring a lot more about the iPhones. Like at some point, they decided, all right, look, we, we don't have to just make the iPhone as thin as it can be. It's way more important for us to put in better cameras and whatnot, right? The iPhone is just a lot more. I would also say if the iPhone had a butterfly keyboard-like defect, 
it would have not taken Apple even mm-hmm. even one generation. They would have done whatever they needed to to fix that. Like we saw that with the iPhone four and four S, right? With the with the uh, what was it? Grip of death antenna gate. Um, yes, they got on that. Quick smart. They, yeah. they fixed that. Yeah. They immediately sent everyone a an app so you could get a free case, which also kind of nice considering how how probably they didn't want to send people cases that they went through the effort of actually making an app for you to claim your case. Nice touch. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then the very next generation just had this auto switching where they would just switch to different sides of the band depending on how you, how you hold your phone and they would measure measure the antenna mm-hmm. attenuation and, and all of that. I, I think that is, you can see how Apple is. iPhone, we need to fix whatever there is. If there's any signs of anything going wrong, let's fix it immediately. While with a Mac, mm-hmm. like, eh, now let's let's put some different gaskets on and what if we yeah, they tweak doubled this a little down bit? on that. Yeah. Mac, that 2016 MacBook Pro, whereas the iPhone is the golden child and yeah. they can't afford a blip that big. Yeah. But maybe there were other reasons why they couldn't just go back on the Mac. I mean, they had done so many other changes as part of that keyboard change. They specifically, I don't think they could have made a Mac that much thinner if they wouldn't have changed the keyboard, right? But they did. They they did yeah. in the 2019 or 2020 yeah. models. When they was, I, so, I know they had to make it slightly thicker, but yeah, yeah I think they did prioritize yeah. thinness at all mm. costs. Like I would say, um, despite all of us being pretty picky about this, if you would put in the 18 and 19 in front of me, just and I should visually tell you which one is thicker and which one is thinner, I don't know if I would. If, you know, if they. Oh, I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, yeah, no. So uh, again, just shift our priorities, and I think. It was it was interesting to to see that. Hmm. Anyways, should we issue some points for all of the things we just talked about? I think there, yes, there are quite a few sure. of them. What have we talked about? So new well, iMac. We I guess get. all the Macs in general. Um, let's well, go through let's, all the Mac point. Let's start then with uh, with uh, with Zach's assertion of dominance pick, which was yes. uh, so we can get good, all those out call. of the way. Uh, yeah. Zach, you picked that there would be a new MacBook Pro with a 1080p webcam and that 16 mm-hmm. gigs would be the minimum RAM and 64 gigs would be the maximum RAM. And I actually mm-hmm. gave you respect for this one because you get, did the very first uh, pick and uh, you get you get points for this. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to call out, you know, uh, yeah, sorry, Adam. No, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm going to toot my own horn for a second here. Uh, we did mention <laughs> on the episode... Uh, we'll get back to having a guess at what the price would be if no one picked it. And no one picked it, but we didn't talk about it on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but shortly thereafter, we had a text exchange and um, Kai asked what, what price I would have picked. And um, my, my thing behind this, I, I said 19999 with my thought process being I thought it was actually going to be 1799 but that gets me within the 10% range and it allows for Apple to go, this is an extremely fancy computer. We're going to charge through the nose for it. So I'd cover myself on, you know, sort of the high end, the low ground, but that would have been bang on. So I just want to call that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would have been a bit lucky, but still. Uh, yeah. Um, also for Marlon, Marlon actually, we, I had the same with Marlon. Marlon picked explicitly in 1999. Nice. Yeah. It uh, as, like, as it, it's a fair price, I think, for these computers, but yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. it's a bit expensive. But yes, yeah. you, got, you got it all. So, um, you get... Um, 13 and a half points and we had this discussion last time but the reason is it's a six point round you get 25 percent of the six points for respect which brings you to seven and a half points but then this is a you get an extra six points and actually another way of thinking about you get double six points you get the 12 and then you get my 25 percent of the six it's 13 and a half points um and one more thing to clarify just because there was a little bit of discussion right after the event about this um this is a bit of a weird one because for all the um 
for all the assertions of dominance, one of the kind of rules was they must announce a model that meets all of these criteria. Mm-hmm. However, because you pick both the min and the max, obviously there is not a model that has both the mm-hmm. min and the max. Mm-hmm. In fact, min and max doesn't really even apply to that. And so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you absolutely get the points. I feel like uh, that's just a clarification we might have to make going forward that I think for the things that are not specific attributes, but are more like but minimums ranges. or maximum mm-hmm. attributes, that's the, that doesn't really apply to like, there has to be a single model sure. that's, yeah, yeah. that applies that, to that. Because I, I listened back and we were kind of talking about what this might look like in practice. And we were thinking, oh, maybe the maybe the 13 inch or sorry, the 14 inch is like 16 and 32 or maybe the 16 inch is 16 to 64. We, like we distinguished it by size, but we didn't know that they were going to differentiate this by chipset. That's actually a really interesting um, yeah. way. That well, they did there, it, but, I also yeah. got to toot my own horn a little bit because I said, yeah. I think they will only be different in size, but no, no other specs. Yeah. And I mean, good technically, if I would have picked that, you could have made, could have challenged me on that because they do technically have different battery life and they do technically mm-hmm. have different fast charging capabilities, but pretty 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 spot on otherwise. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we talk about? We've talked about displays a little bit, so we can mention that uh, Malin picked for her two point mm-hmm. round MacBook with mini LED display, which yes. you definitely get points for. Yes. Woohoo! Two points. Two points. Two points mm. to be exact. Nice. Mm. You missed what my I had had another MacBook pick in the six point round as well. Yes, so. you did. You picked that MacBooks that none of the new ones would have touch bars, mm-hmm. and that is a hundred percent what happened. Yes, <laughs> good call. Woo-hoo. I'm a little sad, but good call. <laughs> Wait, are you? I was going to ask that. Like, I think none of us are unhappy about the fact that the touch bar is gone. But I was curious if any of you have been talking to people who are not in tech who actually missed the touch bar. I don't know if people outside of our bubble care, I don't talk to enough of them, Um, (laughs) but I can say, having switched to the MacBook Air recently, that I do miss the touch bar. It's, yeah, if you gave me the choice, I would buy a computer with a touch bar. That's interesting. (laughs) What do you miss? We've had this discussion before. Using it? Yeah, yeah, like, like nothing's changed. I just find it more convenient, like a more convenient way to do things. I don't really use function keys to... You know their Zach full potential, or whatever. but it's, it's more not about. Doesn't function. care about uh, changing his volume accurately. Sometimes no. he just mutes it. Sometimes <laughs> for he for me, it's not it. about. For me, it's not necessarily about using the function keys. Mm. It's more about the fact that I don't have to look down on my keyboard when I'm typing. Whereas if I sure, do have a touch sure. bar, okay. like I, I always, I never look at my keyboard, so it's like yeah, okay. it sort of breaks that. Like, yeah, okay. So I lose if I'm some using of it the in laptop mode, especially, I find it's not much of a stretch to to just look down a little bit. I think the big thing I miss it for is controlling external display brightness, which is a bit more tricky if you don't have mm-hmm. a touch bar. That was mm-hmm. always really handy to tap the brightness yeah. and you get two sliders and it's very easy to to know which one yeah. is which and just adjust the, the display. Sorry, the um the brightness on both displays. I always really liked that. Um that was probably my number one use of it. But yeah, just other other things I found it handy, like having a little lock shortcut. Like the lock shortcut now is what is it like control Alt Q was like something really confusing, and every time I do that, I'm like, it would have been so much easier to just tap the stupid touch bar. Um, But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So we all agree, good that the touch bar is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself, Kai. (laughs) On to uh, another general pick because I want to go more Mm -hmm. general and get specific as as we go. Um, Zach's pick uh, that there would be a 14 inch MacBook Pro. 
yep. which clearly that's Excellent. nothing much to say about that except yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Yep. So you get three points for that. What? And then there were some picks related to uh, a couple different picks related to ports on mm-hmm. these new machines. Um, the And I think they all came from Zach, who was very obsessed with ports. <laughs> um, well, well, Kai already had the magnetic charging port, which we talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Uh, one of your picks, uh, Zach, was a regular pick was that the MacBook would now have an HDMI port, mm-hmm. which Not you get four happen. points for that. Cool. And for your wild card, I have written mm. here. You'll have to remind me exactly what this means because it's written as <laughs> different <laughs> port count in MacBook configs. Yeah, okay. So the original pick was that the port configuration would be different between the 14 and the 16. For example, the 16 might have an additional port, but we simplified the pick to just say that the number of ports... Mm on the two machines would be different. Uh, mm-hmm. That didn't happen. The counts are the same. I think it's four on each side. Don't quote me. Um, but it's, yeah, they, they are the same Sounds between right. the 14 okay. and the 16 computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately you will not get, that would have been a good wild card. Get, get double yeah, points. It would have but... been an interesting one, but that's the risk with a wild card. I suppose yeah. you, um, you risk a lot of points for, mm-hmm. for a risky pick. <laughs> but I, I do like the, the simplicity of the lineup now yeah. as far as yeah. how much screen size do you want pick the computer yeah. based on the screen size and then yeah it it sort of aligns with the uh with the phones as well with the yes. iphone 13 yeah. and the iphone no sorry iphone 13 pro and iphone 13 pro max mm-hmm. as someone who yeah buys the smaller things often i do like that you get well mm-hmm. at least these days we're mm-hmm. getting a lot of the same features in the smaller devices mm-hmm. but also if i was mm-hmm. a big laptop user in, and they had the ability to put an extra port in because there was more room than there is in the 14, for example, I'd be disappointed that they didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's the case. They might not have any room, but just if they did, um, I would, you know, as a as a big laptop user, I would like that um, that option. But no, mm-hmm. that's all right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't concern but me. It, it does make sense that, like, the difference is you get longer battery on, another, on, on the larger one, which... Yes. yes. Yeah, I guess so that's the same the case vein. with the... Like the laptops, does the 16-inch uh, yeah. laptop get more battery? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. A good chunk. A couple of hours extra cool. battery. Oh, okay. Battery. Interesting. Because, yeah. yeah, it's never really been the case. In my experience using like 15 and 16-inch, especially as soon as those, um, the is it the disc- uh, dedicated graphics or whatever kicks in, the, the laptop battery is terrible in the larger <laughs> computers. But that sounds like it's changed. Yeah. That's good. But also in general, if you if you look at how much better the baseline battery is now on all of those devices, it probably matters less now, right? right. Back in like, again, yes. if we go seven years ago, an extra hour really mattered because mm-hmm. you would get through almost an entire workday. Now all of them have like double digit battery life numbers, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, sure. It's nice that one, you might only have to charge every other day, but it's not not to a level where on a on a one day work day you, mm. you would have to pick a macbook based on, on the so i just checked the um, 14 inch one would have up to 17 hours of apple tv um movie playing <laughs> is that the specific type <laughs> of movie playing saying. yeah 17 hours <laughs> of apple tv app movie playing uh, <laughs> or such, playback. A, such a stupid way of trying to promote your own product you don't have to say <laughs> of in, in 19 hours of Apple Music video uh, audio playback. It's just, oh, jeez. Uh, and yeah. the 16 inch is up to 21 hours of Apple TV app movie playback. <laughs> okay. Uh, and 14 hours of wireless Do you think, I, I totally agree with you, but do you, do you think that's Apple, Apple's just way of kind of simplifying it to be clear that like it's their own internal, you know, hardware accelerated formats that they support? Like, like you can't just 
play something with VLC yeah, that, that you, you know, that, that, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, but I agree. Web developers. Yeah, but at the same time, then they do say up to 11 hours wireless web. And that one is up to 14 hours <laughs> wireless to, web. Up to 14 hours of Apple.com surfing. Yeah, no, it just seems weird <laughs> that we like, the Apple TV one is so specific and that one is a lot wider. For wireless um, web, do they say Safari? Do they mention Safari in there? <laughs> they, they, they Surely that's not. what they're using no. to test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like with, with all the blocking enabled so that you're stripping ads and all yeah. that fun stuff. But it, yeah. it is a bit dumb. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Say, just say movie playback. We'll, we'll yeah. not try to play weird H.266, you know, <laughs> software encoding, decoding. Yeah. It's just video playback. Yeah. All right, One moving of the on. Things, <laughs> uh, I just want to quickly, before we move on from the battery specifically and the um, like performance and all that, I did want to call it one of the things I really like is they, they mentioned in the keynote that when the MacBook is doing fairly light tasks, it mm-hmm. won't sort of power up all the cores and the fans will stay off. And I think they they either explicitly said this or implied it that under mm-hmm. the majority of circumstances, the fans are never going to turn on. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really like because having used sort of top spec Intel Macs for years, mm-hmm. the, the fans are very quick to turn on. You could mm-hmm. open a pages document and if it had a few images, the fans are probably going to turn on, especially in this climate where it's quite warm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I really like the fact that they seem to be doing more optimizations there and only really turning on those fans when they're necessary and sort of going up to the max performance when it's necessary. So you could be working at a cafe and the thing's, you know, writing code and the thing's kind of prodding along in its fanless mode and you're just doing some text editing, everything's good. But then I assume when you go to do a compile, it's going to go, right, we need the power now and then only spin mm-hmm. up the fans. Hmm. And I really like that. Um, hmm. it, obviously, time will tell based on using the thing if, if it makes a, an actual difference, but it sounds like they're doing better than was the case with the Intel ones. And I, mm. it makes me excited. Um, as someone who really yeah. likes the fanless M1 computer, mm. um, the, the less that the fans are on, the better. There's another interesting quirk. The 16-inch if with the M1 Max has a um, high-performance mode, I think, or high-power mode, mm. which yes. seems to force it into the, the higher gear at all times rather than stepping yep. down, which mm-hmm. seems to... I, I believe... I, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's only... For the 16 inch with the M1 Max, which is okay. a little bit odd. Yep. Probably not something most people will ever have to care about, but it's interesting yep. considering how, how how Apple's focused so long was kind of like, eh, pro, mm-hmm. but more named than in, in actual purpose. It seems yep. like there, there are a lot of actual, like, very specific, so pro features in those mm-hmm. things that even for us, it's like, all right, we're not going to use that, but it's yeah. probably cool for someone who really needs it. Yeah, and it did actually, that did lead me to think, I wonder if like a low power type mode could come to the MacBook Pros eventually in a, in a future software update where it sort of locks it to maybe like M1 level of performance where you don't need the fan and, you know, maybe it only fires up four of the high power cores. I don't know, maybe I'm just dreaming here, but then yeah, you could basically put it into this fanless mode um, and that could also be good, like a low power mode for if the Macs ever got cellular but, and people wanted to use them has- more on the go. But Monterey has a low power mode already. Does it? Yeah. So Monterey on laptops, obviously not. Oh. I don't think it's on iMacs, but on laptops, you definitely have 
in a low power mode now. Oh, like you excellent. Can, you I can, can force I, it to it? You can turn it on explicitly? I, I believe there's a setting yeah, in your battery. Cool. <laughs> You're like, I want my Xcode compiles to take 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and I, know, and I, I wonder if it locked it to like a fanless mode. I, I mean, obviously don't know how that works. Uh, never uh, having used it, but mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool if yeah. the fans never came on in low power mode. You basically got M1 mm-hmm. level performance because honestly that's good enough in a lot of situations where you would be battery conscious yeah Um, you should you should put a uh intel uh simulation mode in there where just everything takes (laughs) way longer for no reason and the fans go at 100 percent at all times (laughs) i really hope the fans on this thing are quieter than on the last generation macbook pro because i would be surprised if not if you look at again the power draw which is usually a good indicator of of heat it's Mm. it's so much lower than in the intel equivalent chips i I would be i would be very surprised if they're not extremely um uh fan friendly podcast Mm. recording friendly (laughs) cool sorry i know we need to move on (laughs) let's do that (laughs) what were the other points we got adam I got no points for for IMAX. We forgot to check yes. that out before. And, uh, that, that was but the I other did get uh, points for IMAX. That was uh, what you got points for IMAX. I challenged the IMAX. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. So hmm. the IMAX one was the uh, the last uh, the the only remaining hardware related pick. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, it was a regular pick. And Kai uh, did. There was no new IMAX. Kai gets zero mm-hmm. points, and Zach gets his three challenge mm-hmm. points. Yay. The remaining picks worry, were all I related. Pick it again. <laughs> Excellent. I probably I won't challenge you the next time. <laughs> Two of the remaining picks were related to Monterey, uh, the mm-hmm. macOS uh, software. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Malin, you picked, uh, this is one of your wild cards, Monterey, uh, there would be a Monterey segment with a demo as mm. part of the... Uh, the I event. think they just yeah, they just seem to stop doing uh, demos of software. Mm. I un't even for, have for, any for their hardware events. They stopped doing <laughs> demos of software. Yeah, I mean weird. they they use they, they usually release new hardware alongside software. I'm I'm also surprised that they didn't do like here's all the SharePlay yeah. stuff. I mean, or, or even was... showing like this is this is the new ship in action, and then they would yeah. do like a demo of it. Yeah, I thought it was not absurd, especially considering. I mean, I don't know. It does. SharePlay actually ship with Monterey now, or I, I, I would assume so since it's so. in fifteen one, right? Which is probably going to come out. I because time. I I saw just on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. Vidit mentioning that it didn't work for him on, I saw that on Monterey, well. oh. and that the profile that you used to be able to install you can't install in the uh, release candidate. But I don't well, know if that's what what's going on there. Maybe we're getting a fifteen point one pretty soon after. Uh, what, about, no, it, what are we up to? 12. 12. 12. Yeah. Versions. <laughs> Kai, yep. you picked a release date for Monterey. You said mm-hmm. uh, we forced you to pick a single day and mm-hmm. uh, you, you got the, the week correct, but you mm-hmm. said it would be October 28th and mm-hmm. it's actually going to be Monday the 25th, which is actually mm-hmm. we're, we're recording this two days before, mm-hmm. before then. So that was a wild card and you get zero points for and the final pick, uh, Zach's wild card, was that oh, the event, we made him uh, mm-hmm. choose an over-under for uh, 60 minutes, and he picked over. And unfortunately, what was the event? 50 minutes? 50. Yeah, it's like right on 50. Yeah. 50. Yeah, first thing I checked. <laughs> 
I still think these are good picks because they're very risky. But anyway. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I still think it was over an hour. Yeah, this is one of the work off speed. Yeah. These are the type of picks that are very clear to judge, at least. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so. yes. No, no contention there. Mm. And unless it was like right on 60 minutes, <laughs> we might have had some problems. Yeah. I remember that I argued quite strongly that we shouldn't allow you to pick over under 100, uh, 100, <laughs> one hour, because it seemed like. It's always under one hour. I, f- mm. I wanted to go for like 45 minutes. I thought that was reasonable. But I went back and looked at the event and it's very like they never had a 45 hour event on no. that. Like no. uh, yeah. for like what I can see in terms of the like um, the virtual events. Mm. It hasn't been yeah. the one that was 45. The shortest one I think was um, 49, which was the one from November last year. So yeah, I don't know right. where I got that from. For some reason, I felt like they were all very, very short and concise, but yeah, apparently yeah. not. Many I, I would have been happy with 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy we said it an hour. It was close enough to an hour that it seemed like a fair over under anyways. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they did cut that mono, uh, yeah, mono in- <laughs> the demo out. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they were so busy shipping Monterey a few days earlier. That I couldn't record an extra segment. That's that's how this all unfolded. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I, I like to think they pulled the display at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, because they realized, wait, do I have a connector that can actually push this? <laughs> <laughs> it only works in our lab. Ah, shit. damn it! We shouldn't. I told you we shouldn't have different teams working on those. <laughs> cool. Do we have any more points to issue, or is this this is this it? Is this it? Oh, I think man. that's it. And I've I've already it. done a. Uh, and add quick and maths. adding quick wow. maths. I don't know. If you want okay. to double check my math, you can. But otherwise, if you trust me, I think me, I might double check this. All right. <laughs> Should we just move on and not talk about points this time? Should we try a new thing where we're just saying, oh. "All right, episode over. Bye bye." Spoiler <laughs> alert on who so. did not win the, the highest number of points or barely made mm. the positives. <laughs> the good news is everyone got. You know, a, to- a total that was uh, greater than zero. There was a, a real possibility of some uh, negative points here due to yep. the uh, assertion of dominance and the challenges thereof. But uh, yeah, yeah this, this, this was not a good well, one for me. All right. Should we stop leaving people in suspense and say what the points actually end up being? Yep, let's do it. Okay. Um, so just to remind everyone, um, I also got points for picking people's picks, and so um, we're we're gonna you know there's actually four totals we're gonna we're gonna mention. Mm. Uh, the smallest yeah. total went to Kai, who got a total of seven points, um, mainly because you got uh, you got several zero point rounds, and your main assertion of dominance uh, round was your six point round, and you mm-hmm. you lost six points off of that. Mm-hmm. You did get a challenge. Which uh, was worth eight points, which actually is probably what kept you from being negative. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, good job, mm. relatively speaking. <laughs> Malin, you got the next highest or lowest number of points, depending on mm-hmm. how you want to look at it, with 18 points. And uh, you also lost your assertion of dominance, <laughs> but you only risked four points on it, which was a, it turned out to be a, a good strategy if you're mm-hmm. doing something a little if, more if risky. You're bad at asserting your dominance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and your higher point rounds, like your six point round, was the, the touch bar, which, you know, you got. So mm. uh, that brought you up to 18. You also uh, won your challenge, and you challenged uh, who's uh, Kai's assertion Kai's. of dominance. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. he lost six points, you got 12 points. So mm-hmm. that brought you up to 18. 
And then uh, the top two points were separated by half of a point, uh, which I think might be one of the closest uh, ones we've ever had. Uh, One clarification before you get to that. You said that uh, when you counted up my points, you didn't mention that I also got two points because you picked two of my picks. So for people who are following along at home, that's where the last two points came from. Yes, exactly right. Um, Zach, you got 24 and a half points, uh, which you, you dominated by, you were the only one who got your assertion of dominance, which gave mm-hmm. you 13 mm-hmm. and a half points. And it was an Adam respect. So that was it, like it paid to go first in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like over half your points came from that one round. Yes. That's bad. Uh, yeah. Was, and then others just my argument when we recorded, I was like, that's so good. And everyone's like, no, starting sucks. Well, starting was pretty good. I got respect it? for it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'll take it. Yeah, so you're the only one who didn't get any negative points in any of the rounds. Yeah, mm. yeah. You got zeros for both your uh, mm. wild cards, but you know they're wild cards. Your regular picks, you got uh, four points for the HDMI, three points for 14-inch MacBook Pro. <laughs> you challenged who i can't even th- see Kai, you challenged kai's Mac. imac Mac. got three points off that and you got and i picked one of your picks so you got one it's point from that bullied by adam into challenging it too <laughs> maybe maybe yeah yeah I, I like to think of it as a gentle nudge <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly mm. So that leaves uh, me. So either uh, I either won by half a point or lost by half a point. But in this case, I actually won. It's the first Ooh, time I've well won. Done. So, uh, you know, Congrats. and it's, maybe it is a coincidence that mm. I made the rules this time. <laughs> but I got 25 points, uh, which I, got, I basically got all, all my picks were the ones that actually came yeah. true. Yeah. So, so for people I got, who don't I got remember. points for everything. Yeah. yeah, so for people who don't haven't listened to a previous episode or might have gotten a bit confused because we have so many rules, what Adam did was that he went ahead and picked one of every one of Kai's sacks or my picks for every round, and he managed to pick one that actually became a thing that actually was announced. And you wildcarded the exact row where none of us got any points, so that yeah. was that was a perfect, yeah. perfect sweep. And also well in done. true politics fashion, whoever makes the rule seems to win. <laughs> But looking at this afterwards, you were very, oh, it's really good. Very spot on, especially that you did not pick any of our, yeah. our rounds. Where That's we a good point, points. because if you think about it, yeah, looking at all of them, um, like the four-point round. Okay, so there were two people that got points for the four-point round, so I got four mm-hmm. points for that. The three-point round, only one person got the three points, and I and I picked. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Zach's pick. Mm-hmm. And the two-point round, Malin's the only one that got points, and I picked her pick. So it was kind of a perfect yeah. game for me. Now, it's never my intention... <laughs> to win i i it's all i this is a this is a true anomaly i i, I feel like if if it if i ever win again we're gonna have to change the rules because i don't <laughs> but really it's also it's, to, it's the uh, perfect way because you won with a sweep this is the you you got the max points you could have you no he could have gotten more points if he picked Zach's um six point round which was his um for the wild card yes yeah. oh but, but yeah have, no, no but then wouldn't i wouldn't have, have got the then i wouldn't have got the five point round because yeah. i would have had to pick someone who got zero so I guess I would have got one more point, right? Total, because I would have not gotten five, but I would have got double the six. Yeah, let's Maybe. just call it a sweep. <laughs> it was a perfect game. Perfect game. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! Thank you. Mm. Yeah, well done. 
And it's what, ironic because the, the winner is allowed to buy all the others uh, a MacBook so they don't feel as bad about themselves. Was that the rule we set out? I, I'm pretty sure that was. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I I've heard that all, all the MacBook Pros that ha- are going to be bought have already been purchased. Maybe we should talk about that. Do we want to talk about uh, now the game's over? Uh, yeah. Anyone? Should we uh, discuss what we may or may not have purchased uh, <laughs> based on these announcements? Did you see the ETAs? Now, I, I checked it back just before we started recording. They're allow- now like late December for, for a good chunk of the configurations. That is in- insane how fast I sold. And the, the store was actually um, down for a little mm-hmm. bit when orders opened. Like even for iPhone orders, they usually manage to keep the store up, I, I guess. But, uh, d- d- yeah. That demand was not expected. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they have more uh, capacity for iPhone order days than for MacBook order days. But was still, I was a little bit happy actually to see the store going down from all the all the demand for people buying Macs. Yeah, Stress me out. I don't. Yeah. I, I like I like it when we have a day to 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 prepare for <laughs> yeah. orders. Yeah, this, no, I I, I know. Yeah. Like they were just available directly. Did make it's a bit hectic. I think we were uh, Zach and uh, no um, Adam, Kai, and I were on the on a phone call during the event so we watched the event together but then we all just quickly had to run to our computers and make sure that uh, we were there when the store opened up and i managed to get mine for day one so it's going to come on tuesday nice um which will be and fun what did you get? but yeah so i think a reason why i managed to get mine on day one is because i did go with the base configuration for the 14 inch one um so i think they probably have more of those in general uh, when it's the base and also 14 is probably not as popular as 16. Now when I'm looking at the expected delivery mm. date, all the 16 ones are expected to be. If you order them today, they are not yeah. later. Mm. That's interesting. Um, I feel like every single person I see posting on Twitter or any forum, it's all 14, 14, 14. Mm. But then that yeah. could just be based on, that could be a self-selecting uh, mm-hmm. group of people that I, yeah. yeah. I or don't they know. had fewer <laughs> of the 16 as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they... they they did sell it pretty quickly, but it's also it's it's a good time because you say you bought a base and and made it sound like it's a small it's a super yeah. fast computer right it's a yeah. really 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 I didn't good mean base. to sound negative I'm happy that I got it <laughs> and it like it was I think it was the right choice for me um, it's gonna be better than the iMac that I have at the moment in terms of like it's gonna be faster it's of course missing the nice beautiful screen it's still having a small beautiful screen mm. but um, it's gonna be a good computer for me and realistically I do think I'll go ahead and get an iMac if that becomes when that becomes available yeah. later on don't say if <laughs> <laughs> but so that's why I decided on a 14 I don't want to have a 16 I just want the 14 as a laptop and something that is very portable um Speaking of screens, we didn't even talk about the notch. How do you no, feel about that's the notch? <laughs> I guess us not talking about it is an indication of how much we think yeah, that is a problem. Yeah, I don't think it's a big mm. deal. Do you? Yeah. I've seen many people actually talking about this on Twitter. And um, there was an app that was released recently uh, where you can like portal your cursor from one side <laughs> to the other. Did you see this? <laughs> from... <laughs> Oh, um, uh, yeah, Mark Edwards yeah. tweeted that. I, I don't ah, know if it was a joke or if it's actually... No, no, but, yeah. so, ah, oh, let me just find the name of the person. Okay. okay. Everyone stop talking. But, Man is finding but, the name. <laughs> While Marlon's uh, yes, finding so, so, I'll, I'll so check it was, here. Uh, she but might, obviously, um, in, in an ideal world, we don't have a notch, but it's fine. It's, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I 
<laughs> I like the uh, the way it was presented. Um, Adam, you yeah. pointed out immediately that it isn't a notch that protrudes into the display, but the display around the camera array was was extended in closer to to the mm. uh, edges. Mm. But actually, that is kind of true if we're looking at the screen dimensions because if you take the notch out it is the standard 16 by 10 screen resolution and it is actually a slightly odd screen uh, aspect ratio if we would consider the screen including the part where the notch is as our screen resolution we would have something very not standard so that's actually Mm kind of true if if you just ignore the notch area you have the normal standard uh, display aspect ratio that you would expect from a MacBook. Yeah, I, I don't see the, I don't see it as being a big problem. No, I, yeah, I think I mean, it's fine. It's fine, and it, you know, hopefully they'll make it smaller over time. But mm. I wouldn't be surprised if this if that size lasts several years. Similar to it took them a while to make the uh, iPhone notch smaller. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if if you had a choice of having the notch or having less display, I would take the more display and notch yeah. any day. I, I mean, I I haven't used it, but I, you know, the menu bar uh, being up there actually gives you more screen real estate for the rest. Mm-hmm. I think that totally is a yeah a worthwhile trade off, especially mm-hmm. on a laptop. Maybe on an iMac, I'd be like, well, it's such a big machine. Do we need? To have the thing in, on the display, there we could just move into the into the bezel. We might have that discussions in a future episode. But for a laptop, mm-hmm. like any extra inch of uh, screen real estate is super valuable, especially on a fourteen inch. So I think I, I agree it's exactly yeah. the right trade off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did go with the fourteen inch to answer the question. Cool. I'm very and Malin, excited. Is this, for are you planning on this uh, just being kind of a? Uh, is this going to be your main yeah. computer or is this going to be your computer for just when you're working at this cafes just, or traveling? Uh, yeah, like I do all the time. Uh, this is this is a hard <laughs> question. It feels weird to get a laptop just because I want like that I want use all the time. I think realistically mm. I'll what I'll do is I'll try it out, see how much more how different it is from the Mac I'm using at the moment. Um I will probably try to mostly use it as a laptop, but I might use it as a laptop as, at home as well and try to just change up my seating, like the way I sit more by like sometimes sitting on the couch using a laptop and then going back to the iMac, depending on the task that I'm doing. But it might turn out that I found that the iMac is just feeling like I'm, I'm not enjoying using the iMac as much as the laptop, and then I might go ahead and get an external monitor. So we'll see. I'll so it sounds keep like you're you, saying you, you. you absolutely don't need this machine at all. You just wanted to get one. No, I do need a machine because <laughs> I am going to travel. And the one I have at the moment is uh, having some problems. And it's also a pretty old uh, laptop that I've been sticking around with for a long time. And now I sort of felt like during um, during the last couple of years, I haven't really needed to go anywhere because of COVID. So I didn't need to get a laptop, but this is just a good time because I know I'm going to start traveling more, even if it's something I'll do every day. Yeah. Um, well, it's actually a good, good, good period to not having to buy a laptop because mm-hmm. now they're really good. And now you just happen to also go places again. Mm. So it's actually perfect timing. Yeah. But I did, speaking of IMAX, I did go to the Apple store the other day uh, to check something else out. Um, and I tried... Uh, current iMac with the M1 chip and it's not as small as I expected it's actually a really nice computer I could if I would have tried it out when it came out I would probably have bought it back then because it is a really nice computer I was just concerned about the screen size but now when I see it in person I realize it's not that 
big of a problem. Yeah. But now we're sort of in this in-between period, yeah, so it doesn't make sense to get it now. Yeah. So I'm just gonna see how I like the Mac, how I like the laptop, and then make a decision. And it's also those those iMacs are surprisingly cheap. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I saw that too. What was it like starting on one? Uh, uh, like fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, in in mm. Canada. Well, yeah. in the US, it starts at twelve ninety nine, which is a lot of display and a lot of computer for. Yeah. So if we compare yeah. that to the prices we were talking about in terms of like monitors, this would, if we actually expect the monitor to be over a thousand dollars, that feels yeah. ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, you're getting a full computer and a monitor for that price. Yeah. yeah. And and mouse and keyboard, they're usually also That's next true. for few hundred dollars. That's true. They're expensive. <laughs> I think I paid two hundred bucks for this trackpad. Like it's I know, oh, I know. Not speaking of, really expensive. Speaking of yeah. expensive Apple accessories, did anyone get the new cleaning cloth? <laughs> <laughs> of course not, not. Yet I was going to, but then when I saw that it was already, uh, you know, a long delivery time, then I realized. You know, yeah. I can wait. It's not. Can the, I, it's I not expensive, it. but it, it is still funny that. I'm not going to touch my screen, so I don't think I need yeah. to. Is it just a microfiber cloth? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Apple because, logo on yeah. it. Because <laughs> I used to wear glasses and I have a million of them around my house. <laughs> yeah. like, You're fine. It's just a way but, of life. But are they 20 bucks? You get them for free when you do your <laughs> exactly. like yearly yes. eye checkup. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> Health yeah. insurance paid. It, it's it's kind of insane if you think about that Apple's cleaning cloth business is probably bigger than most people's lifetime salaries. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's. I, I also think buying one is absurd. You can buy them at any cheap shop for. Like you probably get a 10 pack for that price. Mm. Like it's just. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I know, but you get. I mean, you could gonna, argue that. I'm not going to avoid my warranty by using an well. off-brand. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but you could argue that with computers as well, and all Apple products. Like you know, we got phones for almost two thousand. There are phones for two thousand dollars, whereas you could get one for two hundred. Wow. So I don't think you can necessarily compare it to that. But what I think is funny is more that this feels like the type of product that could be shipped in the box. It used with to another be too. Product. It used to be in the box, and I think it. Well, it I think was... what, what I think what Zach's saying though is that like the, this cleaning cloth is probably it's not just like Apple's version. Apple's take on cleaning That's cloths. True. It is exactly the same <laughs> yeah. cloth from the same factory. Uh, yeah. You know, you can't buy an iPhone or you can't buy another phone that does the exact same things. An iPhone has true. the same camera array, has the same, all of that stuff. You can't buy a Mac that does it. You can buy these cloths. I have a million probably within two meters of me. No, I probably actually have like five within two meters of me right now. Like it's, yeah. Right. You don't even wearing glasses then. <laughs> no, I know. I just kept the cloths around. They're actually great for cleaning Mac screens. I still use them for that. I got. Yeah, I, you, I use my glasses spray and the cloths for cleaning screens. It's fantastic. Do you have like a, a silk screener? We can screen an Apple logo on it and sell it on, <laughs> create an Amazon store. Uh, I, I, anyway, I, I saw some people genuinely too excited about it and like, isn't this just a microfiber cloth? I did not think think this would be... I I just thought it was a fun anecdote. No, Uh, I... Now it's been a 15-minute segment. Um, What is everyone else getting? Adam, you ordered a Mac. I did, I did. Um, So a little context, I currently use a... a, Do I know your configuration that that you ordered? I forgot if you told me already. If not, I did tell you. Damn it. I guess. I shouldn't guess. Well, if you don't remember... You can still guess. I mean, I'll give you only half as much respect. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, now Look, I if you know. nail it exactly, then I'll probably think you remembered it. I'm, I'm just going to the configuration page. So I got the, the course in. I don't even remember if we got 14 or 16. I think 16. Yeah, I, was, I think 16. I was so preoccupied with my own order that I, I 
paid about five percent attention to it. I think I feel like you. I, I specifically remember hearing you guys saying that Adam should just speak out the whole thing to the max. But then we kind of talked our way out of it again as our conversation went on. So I believe you probably got an M1 Pro with a 10 core CPU because the CPU matters more to you than the GPUs. So you went with the 16 core GPU. Probably with 32 gigs of RAM because you wouldn't have gone with a max, so you can't go 64. And and if this is a long-term Mac for you, 32 makes sense. SSD, I remember us talking about, but I don't remember where we landed. You said something. You use a lot of data. You could use less. So I'm just going kind of in the middle with two terabytes. Yeah, I would think too. I think you would not pay. One thousand two hundred fifty dollars for four. Yeah. Did I nail it? Okay. Cool. Well, let me. I'm, so I'm, I'm telling you my story first. It'd be well, really wait, quick. Should we let Zach guess first? Yeah. Sure. Well, realistically, we should have let Zach yeah. guess Although, in the first place because you. To be fair, they have a huge advantage because they were part of. We exactly. were all discussing what we were ordering at the same time. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, I can <laughs> guess. So, ten core. Is it sixteen GPU? Is that like the mid? Yeah, that's Spec? the. If you go sixteen inch, that's the lowest you can go. Oh, that's the lowest. Hmm. Mm, okay. Um. Okay. I'll say sixteen. <sighs> Do you go sixteen inch or fourteen inch for for Adam? We'll go sixteen because I would have said fourteen, but you both seem convinced it was sixteen. So I'll I'll defer to you on that. Um. Sixty four RAM. Two terabyte storage. <laughs> all right, all right. Spending a lot I'm of giving a lot of credit here. <laughs> wait, wait, how is that different than what they've already picked? Is that are you just uh, agreeing uh, with them? Sixty four, sixty four. Yeah. Gigs. So Zach upgraded oh, okay. you to the max and to sixty four yep. gigs of RAM. Yeah. All right. So what did you get? Okay. So um, just some context. I currently have a MacBook Pro, which is the 15-inch 2017 MacBook Pro, and it is what I use as my main computer for everything. I'm, I'm living the laptop-only uh, lifestyle. It, it remains, normally it is docked at my desk. I have two external displays, and so um, whatever I get has to be like my main computer. And you are all correct with the 16-inch because for me, uh, because my computers are my main computer and when I'm taking it... Uh, maybe to the park or something to do a little work. You know, I still, I'm still someone I need as much screen space as possible. I, I mm-hmm. feel, I, 13 is definitely too small for me. 14, I don't know whether it would be fine, uh, cause it's only a little bit smaller than my current 15, but I'm more of a, I want uh, as many windows uh, as possible. In fact, uh, sometimes when I work uh, a little outdoor place uh, near where I live, um, it's by it's by the riverside and i bring my laptop and i use a i use my uh ipad pro as an external display mm-hmm. via sidecar <laughs> so i can really max so yeah 16 inches is correct and um when i first started putting stuff in my cart you know i was just excited i go this is my first computer <laughs> in in uh 4 years and i'm just going to get the the max of of everything i i was really like thinking about the the uh the M1 Max instead of the M1 Pro. And especially here's the trick they do, right? You're putting all this stuff in, you're, you're configuring it. It's, it gets over to like three, it gets over $3,000 real quick. <laughs> and then on the 16 inch, the difference in price between the M1 Pro and the M1 Max 
is $400, which is not nothing. But once you're talking like up to like $3,500, you're like, well, what's another $400? That's like one of the cheapest upgrades. You know, that's actually cheaper (laughs) than than upgrading to one terabyte uh, of storage. Uh, Yeah, even um, even to upgrade from the the highest M1 Pro to the lowest max is even only $200. And I think giving, giving them different names really makes that 200 feel smaller right if it if the if the 200 upgrade would have just given you more cores but it would have still been called the m1 pro it would have felt more you know but getting a the, the bigger chip makes it seem like man what a bargain for 200 bucks yep 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 and uh you know and i i knew i didn't use a lot of gpu stuff so i didn't care about the cores but then when it showed that the m1 max had double the memory bandwidth that really kind of thought like oh so it's (laughs) it's just faster overall and so actually i i had it configured i'll talk about the other things i configured the the memory and storage and stuff in a minute i had it configured with the m1 max with the and and i said well might as well do the 32 uh gpu cores uh then i looked at the total price and was sort of like oh this is not you know (laughs) Um, and Apple, then I started looking at Apple's, uh, spec page for the new MacBook Pros. And they actually have these little pages where they talk about for specific apps and specific things you're doing, Mm -hmm. how much faster are these new MacBook Pros than, uh, the last, than this last year's, uh, 16 inch model. I think, I think that's what they're comparing it to. And you go to, and they have Xcode, they have Xcode as one of the things. And you look Mm -hmm. there and it says the 16 inch with M1 Pro is 2.1 times faster at compiling Xcode. And the M1 Max is 2.1 times faster (laughs) at compiling Xcode. In other words, they are exactly the same Mm -hmm. speed for Xcode stuff. That's for all of the CPU tasks. So if you click through the other ones using CPU, they're all identical between the Exactly. Which which obviously makes sense, but yes. Makes sense. But it also kind of shows you that 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 extra memory bandwidth uh, of the Max maybe just doesn't apply for these uh, CPU tasks. And then I even I did go to the GPU one, and and you look and you say like, okay, Final Cut Pro, which I use a little bit. You know, uh, obviously the uh, the Max is faster. Photoshop, it's a it's a little bit faster. Obviously, Adobe might uh, adopt that. But I, I the more I thought about, it, I thought you know. Uh, you know, I just don't use GPU accelerated stuff that much. I'm not going to play games with this. Um, yes, maybe one day when Apple comes out with AR VR glasses, I will develop things that need uh, need that performance, and then I'll regret it. So, anyways, at that point, I decided to go uh, M1 Pro, and uh, so at the 16 inch, you don't even get a choice with the M1 Pro. It is the it is the 10 core CPU, 16 core. Mm-hmm. Uh, GPU, which knocked $400 off, which uh, isn't that much, but who knows? Um, and then for RAM, I went 32 because That's my current spent computer. That's where you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I, my current computer I checked is 16, and I rarely see my memory usage pegged or even close to it's it's rare that it goes up more than like to 75 percent uh but i still just thought look you know that's the one thing that you know you're gonna be using more and more apps and they're gonna be using more and more memory and three or four years from now so i decided to go 32 and for storage you were all correct i did go two terabytes which i know seems outrageous uh but I currently have a one terabyte drive, and I'm always about ninety percent full. Mm. And I decided that 
Although normally when I get new computers, I spend the time to kind of go through my, you know, closet clean out sort of equivalent where I uh, clean everything up and, and knock it back down. But in this case, I decided it was time to stop playing the uh, delete stuff mm-hmm. so I can install Xcode every time game. Um, As your primary now, computer, that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that is what I ordered. Um, I actually ordered it twice because the first time I was going so fast that although I was ordering using Apple Pay, in my mind, I was thinking Apple Pay, my Apple Pay was defaulted to my Apple credit card, the Apple card, and it wasn't. And so I used Apple Pay to pay for it on a different credit card where I don't get my 3% from Apple on Apple purchases. So I then ordered a duplicate one using uh, Apple Card and then canceled my previous order, um, which knocked my uh, delivery time a little bit back. My current delivery time is... Uh, November 5 to 10 in that range. Um, but I'm going to tell you guys something. I Did you get the buggy I, extra 3% that some people got with the Apple cards? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. That uh, would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not having second thoughts, but I have been questioning my decision. Uh, and, you know, if I had had more days, you know, you're making decisions real quick. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to have to do this. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, actually... In some ways, this was the easiest computer to decide because I didn't have to look up what a stupid like Core i5 versus <laughs> i7 and the different hertz and like the different like Radeon GPUs. Nonsense. But even, this even is actually weird just things, right when they used to be like the i7 has hyperthreading, but the i5 does not. But mm-hmm. the i5 actually has a higher gigahertz numbers, but because it doesn't have hyperthreading, you actually kind of roughly yeah, chop it yeah. in half from certain tests, mm-hmm. but not for others, because for others, it's actually way more beneficial to have the higher clock rate than, ugh, that was such a... It's a nightmare, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I, I am questioning whether I should have still gone max, and part of it is mm. because of the, it's only $400 more, or even thinking like, ah, but I could just get the 24 core, which is only $200 more. And when it's only $200 more for mm-hmm. a $4,000 machine, which is roughly what it ended up being, that just feels like, oh, you know, I... I, I cheaped out. Also, it seems like everyone I follow on Twitter, other developers, everyone just went max. And I, I don't know whether that is because they had the initial inclination I had, which is I, I need the best, even if I'm not going to use it, um, or yes, whether they know something I don't, is. or whether, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're there. But you never know. Like, am I the secretly smart person who thought it through better, or are they the secretly smart people who... <laughs> I mean, considering all of us went max for it. From my, when I put mine in, I also went max. It's like, oh, cool. First time I buy a new MacBook <laughs> in, in, in like six years or five years or whatever it's been. Yeah. Four years? I don't know. Time. Um, I was like, let's go max because I probably keep this for many years again. And then the reasonable part of the brain kicks in. I was like, all right, let's actually look <laughs> yeah. into if that makes sense. And then you work your way back towards reason. Yeah. So I think you just have better impulse control. I think, and therefore I hope landed so. on the machine that's actually the right machine for you that will make you I mean, happy for yeah. many, many years. With Intel machines, I never would pick the highest spec Mm-hmm. you know uh cpu mm-hmm. intel machine so i i don't know here's here's my current thinking um today is uh saturday the 23rd that we're recording this the rumors are that the review embargoes for the macbook pros mm-hmm. will lift monday the 25th mm-hmm. and if in all the reviews it seems like people are going to be measuring performance all this kind of stuff if i feel after that like i've made a huge mistake uh then I have to decide, you know, I could always cancel my order and order another thing, another thing and get it hopefully by the end of the year, uh, 
we'll see. I also I also am a little bit. Um, I realize price wise that the two terabyte drive. I'm not regretting it, but part of me is like, ah, oh, you know. A lot of what I'm using storage for, actually, on my main computer is things like I, I do do um, a lot of audio recording and things like mm-hmm. that. And I'm actually already decided that my old computer I'm going to use as a dedicated like music studio computer. And so actually, my new computer isn't going to have all the same audio crap on it. And I probably could get away with one terabyte. And so there's a part of me that's like, ah, I could, if I if I got the the max, even the 32 core max, but went from mm-hmm. two terabyte to one terabyte, I'd actually save money. I'd actually have a cheaper machine by, I think, like by one or $200. Uh, so uh, this is what happens when Apple makes me decide. But I've also mm-hmm. decided that it's okay. If, if, even if it turns out like, oh, the max would have been a little bit better, eh, I just I forgive myself. You I know, don't it's think not... you were good. It sounds like a really good choice. Yeah, I think you picked it right. Right. Yeah. And I do I a four-year-old think... computer, so it's it's yeah, it's yeah. going to be fast. Mm-hmm. Even the regular, even an M1 mm-hmm. MacBook Air would would be mm-hmm. a million times faster than yeah. what I am currently using. And so. I think you also correctly assessed that none of the max benefits you would actually use because mm-hmm. when are you piping? You know, where you would have a double memory bandwidth? Where where would what task would that make a difference? Nothing. I don't know. I well, I <laughs> I just thought I just thought you know. Anytime you can move memory a little faster, I assumed it would just speed up <laughs> everything a little bit, right? Because you're moving mm-hmm. stuff from the CPU has to access RAM, and now it can access it a little faster. That was my assumption. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not how it works. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's more about like how the GPU and the CPU share the uh, memory is what is actually faster. So it only affects GPU stuff. I don't. Yeah, know. but mm-hmm. there also, yeah, it's not even just. Even if you have a really high memory bandwidth, doesn't mean everything will always saturate it, right? It's not that you, you're yeah. compiling your actual project and needs to shuffle a gigabyte around. It's not like it would send that gigabyte at 400 gigabytes per second. It would still probably not even reach the cap of the 200 gigabit memory bandwidth cap that you would have in the M1 Pro. You probably only realize or actually notice those memory bandwidth limits if you actually send things through the machine at that are extremely large, like let's say you do humongous uh, 3D renders or something where you have very extremely large things, huge textures, and those just go in, in uh, terabyte volume through that memory band, uh, memory bus. That's probably when we would actually notice the difference. I don't think for any of the tasks we do, we would even hit those, those even the 2,000, yeah. the yeah. 200, 200 uh, 2,000 gigabyte per second. Is that what we're at? 200, yes. So I, I, <laughs> I think I you're right. Think. I think you're right. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to think about it too much. But uh, in, in a way, maybe being forced to make a decision quick is a blessing, right? Because if we had a full week, I'd be thinking these exact same things and I'd be freaking out and about making the right decision. This way, I've already made the decision, right? And mm-hmm. I don't want to wait till December to get my computer. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, quickly, Kai, what did you end up getting? Uh, do you two know what I ordered? I, I mean, uh, I do. You have mentioned it, but it did change a few times. So <laughs> I know. Well, anyone I was there me? while you were ordering it, and you kept going, canceled that, reordered something else. <laughs> yeah, do I you just guess... want to tell the story, Kai? Uh, yeah, I, I just went through the same thing. Uh, frantic ordering procedure. Uh, mm. Forgot to apply the DTK credit. 
because we we still had to DTK credit and had to apply to something before it's, it the end of the year. It sucks that we, we, we forgot to apply it so many times. <laughs> so same for my phone, same for Kai's watch. So I thought, we all right, of all things that I ordered, the MacBook is the one I'm the most willing to not have on day one. For the other ones, I was like, all right, making apps for this, I want to have that on day one to, to try it out. Or or I had this, this crazy urge for some reason to wanting to have things on day one. For the MacBook, I was like, all right, Look, let's let's buy a computer that I'll be happy to use for a few years, not not focus on day one delivery. Um, so cancelled the first order, uh, ordered the second one, same window, five to tenth of November. Um, I have a little bit of a weird configuration, I think, which just kind of works for me, but it's probably a little bit odd for for others. I went with sixteen gigs of memory instead of thirty two. Um, again, wouldn't have done that for a for a primary computer, but I. I am still longing that iMac that we will get at some point, right? So uh, I, I expect this computer to take more space in my life over the next few months. But as soon as the iMac, the new iMac comes out, I expect there to be... <laughs> It'll be a doorstop after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely think we'll that see. iMac <laughs> will, will, will enter my life once Apple releases an M1 Pro iMac. Um I went with the one step up CPU configuration, uh, 14 inch, by the way, 14 inch computer, one step up uh, to the 10 core from the 8 core that the 14 inch ships with by default. I don't want to have bin CPU cores that are dead on my machine. I wanted I wanted all my 10 cores to be alive uh, and went with the 512 gig SSD. So essentially stock like base configuration, just bumping the CPU up on. I think that would have been an easier way of explaining it. <laughs> that's probably what i want to guess when, when is your uh ship date or your uh your delivery date uh november on the first one i think it was november 3rd to november 7th the second order was then november 5th to november 10th and, and similar to you i did reconsider multiple times afterwards if i should um i, I was the, the memory is the one i wasn't sure about i i'm pretty happy with the 10 core cpu I think that makes sense. I'm happy with a 14-core GPU because, again, don't use a lot of GPU-reliant uh, things. Like it's If we look at the M1 Pros, none of those GPUs are wimpy, right? They're all pretty pretty powerful, like the 2x or 2.5x of the M1, and the M1 already was plenty fast as far as GPU is concerned. So I'm not, mm -hmm. not worried about the extra GPU cores, especially considering that there will be an iMac in my future. Um, the memory, I, I do know. I do use more than... than uh, 16 gigs of memory. My iMac is usually hovering at around 24. I have 32 uh, gigs of memory in, in the iMac. It's usually hovering at 24. But at the same time, I also know that memory compression isn't as much of a thing if you do have enough headroom. So it, maybe if I had 16 gig, the memory compression would actually kick in more and I would be totally fine. But it's the one I know that if I would use this computer exactly the same way that I use my iMac... Um and memory compression wouldn't wouldn't uh do the job. I know that that is the one factor that could potentially be slightly slightly limiting compared to what I have on my iMac. Mm. But at the same time, four hundred dollars extra for a computer that's probably going to be a secondary one and still going to be, you know, plenty fast with sixteen mm -hmm. gigs. Uh, it just I think those specs are fine for yeah. a secondary computer. For what it's worth, yeah. I got a little iStat thing running on the MacBook Air, and I don't mm -hmm. think the GPU's ever gone above a quarter on this M1. Mm -hmm. And the sixteen gig, like while I would like to have thirty-two, I can get all my work done mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. in sixteen. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I think you've made the right choice again. It's like Adam, 
and like Melon. You'll make good choices. You decide not to buy any computer, right? That's right. I'm not buying any computer. In an ideal world, I would buy a MacBook Pro and I would have bought AirPods, but Mm. I can't, so it's fine. (laughs) But you're considering to buy the uh, HomePod? Eventually, not immediately. But yeah, I I do need some HomePods in the next few months. Um, Mm. And if the colors work, then I'll get the colorful Mm. ones. I like, I think they look cool. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Cool. But it's a nice, more subtle. Thing. I've got a black one here sitting on my desk, and it's fine. But if I can make the blue work, I think it's a little nicer. <laughs> so overall, I feel like, I mean, yes, we didn't get our iMacs. We didn't get our external screens and no AR headsets, which none of us had this time around because we figured that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but apart, like, even if we didn't get those things, I think this was a pretty good event. I feel, felt pretty satisfied. I think actually. this was my favorite event in, in a while, despite... Yeah, I yeah, agree. Not favorite being... non-WWDC, anyway. Yeah, even, even compared to WWDC, I think hardware events always have something special. And Mac events in particular just leak a lot less. You know, it wasn't that we didn't know anything, but the notch was like a last-minute leak, and no one really believed it, right? There were no, there were no like very clear schematics or cases or like what we usually have with the iPhones. iPhones we're usually pretty close with. Yeah, like we can buy cases before the phone yeah. is yeah. up. Well, well, Mac events have the, all the benefits of being a hardware event. For me personally, one the hardware I care the most about, and usually the the least amount of leaks. And I think that always makes those events extra special and the closest to like the olden days Apple events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially now when Macs are actually really good again. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, I, I I think those are my my favorite mm-hmm. events, and I I can't wait. We, we'll at least have two more of those type of events. I would assume one for iMacs and yep. one for Mac yep. Pros. Yeah. Yeah. And and this event, I mean, everything leaked, but it was still super exciting to see all of it come true. You know, mm. I, I think, uh, anyways, continue. But it also didn't leak in the way of like, here's, here's an, ex, you know, here's all the particular, uh, here are pictures of the thing. It was more like, oh yeah, we heard that there will be J2Cs and J2Jops mm-hmm. and, and different kind of, CPUs and I was like, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't really tell me what the computer will be like. Mm-hmm. Or there were some rumors, like as I said, the day before, it's like there will be a notch, but it could have also just been that there is a camera array, but doesn't mean the display actually goes over there, right? I, I felt like it was still most of the things were still surprised. Even when I saw the Mac safe, I was like, nice, there's Mac safe, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like, of course there will be. Mac well, the safe. ports leaked too. I mean, that the ports had leaked and. I think there was oh, yeah. even a late rumor about yeah, full height function keys. Uh, mm. I, I mean, well. I'm not yeah. saying it, it was still exciting because it was actually all the leaks were things that we wanted. And <laughs> so when yeah, they yeah, came yeah. true, it was it was still uh, exciting. So yeah. I didn't see the, the port leak. The ports had leaked a while ago. They, it was really? it was I think even uh, I think was that part of that uh, um, the ransomware leak i can't remember but that oh, someone yeah, actually had like something. the schematic yeah, showing yeah, yeah, the ports yeah. on the side yeah maybe maybe uh, you're right i just mm. pushed it out of my mind all right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm up now. looking forward to getting my mac and to hear what you two think about them as well um and monterey and monterey yeah we'll be out soon well let's see what happens with shareplay <laughs> um but yeah i, I i'm happy with the event happy that i got my mac and i'll get it on day one will be fun Promotion. Cool. Look forward <laughs> to hearing about all your shiny new Macs. Sounds exciting. 
Oh. I mean, you do have a good computer, Zach. No, no, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It, yeah, I know, good. I know. I just yeah, want yeah. to point out that, like... What, what is your main uh, computer now, Zach? Uh, a 13-inch? The MacBook Air. Okay. 13-inch, M1, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 so much faster than the MacBook Pro that it replaced it. It doesn't make sense to use the MacBook Pro for, for anything, really. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a task that the MacBook Pro with a fan and Intel chips is better at. Maybe if I had some super long-running tasks that kept the M1 too hot for too long, it would be better to switch the computer with a fan, but I'm yet to run into that experience. You so. know what's funny? So mm-hmm. Had the MacBook Pro not chip with a pro, uh, ProMotion display, uh, in that scenario, I would have ordered a MacBook Air that day. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's, that's also I fair. That. It is a good yeah. computer as well. So, so, Zach, hypothetically, three or four years from now, whenever you'd be ready to upgrade your current computer, assuming mm. that the same basic choices you have, you, you, you'll have a 13-inch Air of something. Maybe it's mm. a new design, but fanless mm. with the lower-end chip or a MacBook Pro, which uh, has a 14-inch option now, which is like mm. the slightly faster thing, but obviously is not fanless and is a little thicker or whatever. If you, wh- what, would, what do you th- think you'd be interested in upgrading or, or getting? I think almost certainly the Pro. Mm. I don't think I'd be waiting for uh, Realistically, I'd probably wait maybe two years. <laughs> um, and, and by that point, the, the Air could still be a travel computer. In, in situations where I was desperate for a fanless design or <laughs> you know wanted it to last for whatever. But no, I think the Pro makes the most mm. sense. It's a very impressive computer. If I hadn't bought the Air, I probably would, bought, would have bought the Pro. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think I'm, recent, I'm happy with this computer. It's fine. From yeah, recent memory, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the 14-inch MacBook Pro form factor is one of the mm. longest standing but not fulfilled rumors that then actually came true. Yeah. Right, because I feel like finally about a fourteen-inch MacBook Pro. We were already talking while we were working together in Sydney. Yeah, like that was yeah, like four yeah, years 2018. ago. Yeah, that and was. And when the MacBook Pro got refreshed last year, like the Intel one, very mm-hmm. early in the year, I remember that there were some rumors that it could go to fourteen. I don't think they mm-hmm. were convincing rumors, mm-hmm. but it was floating around mm-hmm. that there mm-hmm. might be a fourteen to match the sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I, I do wonder, like in hindsight, was that that there were actually credible sources for the 14 inch or did it just mm-hmm. happen to come true uh, yeah or could yeah, it be well yeah yeah could it have been more like it made sense but it wasn't necessarily decided on but the fact that people mm-hmm. i don't know the apple does apple care a lot about what people want do you think they're... <laughs> i mean no, apple's not going to build a 14 inch because they're rumors no that were unfounded mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Yep. Yeah, cool. you almost yeah. wonder whether also it was like how far ahead they're thinking, right? Like, were they thinking so mm-hmm. far ahead where they said, we know that the first MacBook Pro with M1 is going to have to be just the 13-inch with the same case. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to, if we upgrade that to 14-inch early, then we're going to have two 14-inches mm. and it's harder to make the yeah. price differentiation. And they were almost like thinking like years ahead. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the 14, I know that the design might look funny to us today, but give it a few months and it's going to look like the more modern design. So I think there's going to be an even bigger difference between the two computers. When you mm-hmm. walk into an Apple store, you'll know that one is distinctly new. <laughs> one and is the thin other and beautiful and the other. <laughs> well, it depends yeah. on what you see first. Yeah, bezels are yeah, yeah. Yeah, one giveaway, but just uh, yeah. the, the, the thickness of the sides. And, the, <laughs> yeah. and we talked about this uh I was wrong, by the way, in our early discussions. The 16-inch is slightly thicker than the okay. the old model, but just slightly. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks way thicker. That's the thing. Is it wasn't just yeah, that it's, it, whether it's thicker. Is they didn't play any of the optical illusion tricks that they did on the previous models mm-hmm. to kind of make it look uh, super thin. It's, mm-hmm. 
just like how what is it isn't the uh was it the air that's actually thicker than the 13 inch macbook pro or something like that at its thickest at its thickest yeah there wasn't part like mm. but again the the they it's just because it was you know it's an older design and mm. they mm. yeah anyway hmm. all right cool. cool i think that was probably the last i went for the year we've been pretty yeah, busy with those so? picks but i don't know maybe we get a bit of time now to recharge and come up with new strategies for winning those games. <laughs> and, we can't and keep saving for that iMac. <laughs> mm. yes. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. This was fun. Nailed thanks it. Putting the ga- Thank thanks you. for putting the game together, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Congrats on winning. Yeah. 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 Well yeah. You know, I found a way to win. <laughs> Promotion.